The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
didn't release that version. His version didn't have the brass and the stuff. I'm going to play you a song a bit later on. You know I've discovered Dylan. By the way, good evening. Late Night Alternative. I'm Ian Lee. Catherine Boyle is there. Where's... You know I'm into Dylan now, and I'm, 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 I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to be, or maybe I am, as annoying a convert to Dylan as um, uh, certain people are when they discover Christ. You know, you know when they... No, I'm not knocking Christians, but some people, when they, they, they get it, after years of being a heathen, they, ba- they bang on about it all the flipping time. I'm the same. And they assume no-one else has discovered oh, it before Oh, they assume, them. yes, and they assume everyone else is interested. Um, and I, I don't care whether you are or not, but I'm going to play a song to you today. Um, again, it's another Bob Dylan song, one I'd heard before and one I'd liked before. But again, another version that where he... he this version's got an orchestra behind it, oh. right? It's, I was in floods of tears listening to this. I've had a weird old day today. 0344 499 Talk Radio. You can listen to us on DAB. Download the app. Um, or you can go to talkradio.co.uk. If you want to watch the, sh- uh, the radio tonight, you go to periscope.tv slash Ian Lee. Um, and tonight we're coming to you live from an old ship. Listen. There we go. It's, it's a, it's I think a, might sprung a leak. It's a windy, rainy night, and we are aboard an old ship. Here we go. There's the water. I forgot to tell everyone we were Is that doing. the wood creaking, or is that you? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I, I've, 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 there's, there's so much... I've been really thinking today, Catherine Boyle, mm-hmm. about how much I want to share with the listener and w- what I want to share with the listener about my... You know, because this show... Right, Zach and Ricardo, stay there. We'll come to you in a bit. 0344 499 Call me about anything you want. Um, I'm, I, I'm going to... I am... I'm the most honest presenter on the radio, and I'm the most humble. Um, <laughs> that's a joke. That last bit's a joke. That was a good one. But I am probably one of the most honest people on the radio. And I was really thinking today, because I was keeping busy today, I was really th- thinking today, how much, do I, how much do I want to share with the listeners about what's going on in my life? And I thought, actually, I want to share, I want to share all of it. And so for a while I was going to share everything that was going on. And then I was thinking, well, OK, well, well why, why, would, why would I want to share everything? And I, the, the, the main thing was I, I thought it will sound bloody good. Mm. Would that, well, hey, let me, let me follow my train of thought. I thought it will sound good. I thought I, I would stay listening to someone who was about to spill everything that I was possibly considering spilling. Um, and then I thought a little bit more. I thought about it all day. Just kept going back and forth all day. And then I thought, well... <sighs> There are a couple of people out there who, who, who don't have my best interests at heart and c- could use some of the information I was going to put out there and use it against me and it, it could cause some problems in some work areas and stuff like that. So I'm not going to say anything. And then I thought, well, what is the, what is the middle ground? What is the middle ground? What is the compromise I can um, reach where I am being honest and open, but I'm not putting myself in jeopardy or anybody around me in jeopardy. And I couldn't really find... um, uh, Well, I I, I couldn't really find a good balance. So, what I'm going to say is, today I've been thinking a lot about really wanting to take drugs. I've been really thinking a lot. And for those who know, I've, I've... 
kind of been clean and sober for about 13 years, and there was a little, there's, there's been a couple of little wobbles and stuff, but today I've been thinking about taking drugs a lot. Really, it's really been on my head quite a lot, guys. I've been thinking, mmm, some drugs would be nice. And now, now, now I know. Realistically, drugs would not be nice. Well, no, drugs would be nice for about 20 minutes, and then it would be like 24 hours of... <laughs> but I've been thinking about it a lot. And, um... Um... And um, I'm saying it because I feel I, I feel I kind of need to be honest with myself. And by saying it, in a, and I know I've told you this stuff. And there are a handful of people I've told this stuff, and I've gone into more detail with my, my close, nearest and dearest. Um, and I feel that by um, by saying it out loud, right? By saying it out loud that today I've really been craving, craving, craving's a good obsessing. Obsessing, obsessing is probably the right bit. About, I've been obsessing about taking drugs today, and I didn't take drugs today, and I haven't got any drugs, so, but I've been thinking about it a lot. And um, I kind of thought that by sharing that, because I have talked about my sobriety in kind of veiled ways, but it's, it's, um, it's uh, a, a veil made of, um, what's that thin material that you can see through? Um, chiffon. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a veil made of chiffon. So you can see through it or move it out of the way. But, but like a veil. A veil. Veils. Are, yeah, yeah, veils. Veils are made of chiffon or lace. Yeah. Could do. Um, so I, I thought I would share that, um, that, that 13 years clean and sober kind of came off the rails a little bit. So we're, you know, we're, we're not anywhere near that now. You know, there's, there's a little bit. But, um, but today I've really been wanting to take drugs quite a lot. And uh, I'm sharing that because I know that we have lots of people who listen, who struggle with drugs and alcohol and sex and food and gambling and all these, and all these other kinds of... And self-harm and all these other kinds of things that are bad for us, um, but that are addictive. Um, and I'm not saying it because so you'll go phone in and go, oh yeah, oh man, I love you. So, oh, I hope everything's all right. No, I don't want any of that because that, that that won't that won't do anything. I am sharing it in the spirit of um, honesty. I'm sharing it because there will almost definitely be people at home who've got a half-empty bottle of wine or, um, you, you know, uh, have got a couple of lines left of Coke or a few more rocks left or whatever, and they're feeling crap because they've not been able to put it down or they had six months clean or they had ten years clean and they've got this stuff there. And, um, and I'm saying, um, you know what? It's all right, not to, not saying it's all right to go off and fall off the, but it's all right if you've fallen off the wagon. It's all right if you are obsessing about using stuff that is um, not healthy for you. Um, uh, but the best thing that I can do, and I suggest you do, is go and tell someone, whether that is a counsellor or that is a doctor, or that is someone in um, uh, uh, in one of the 12 steps, or whether that is Catherine Boyle. Tell one of those people. And then the other... And then also... And I mentioned the 12 steps. It, um, I've kind of not been going to meetings for a while. And it, it's... I, 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 I don't want to. This is the weird thing. I know, because I've been asking you to. Yeah, yeah I don't want to. And as I've t- started talking about meetings, I've got a knot in my stomach. There's something that is is saying... There's something that doesn't want me to go. Now, it could be 
that it is, um, you know, the evil forces at work in my head that is uh, is going. You don't, d- dude. You don't need meetings because you're 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 fine. I'll look after you. And yeah. by the way, let's let's go off and score some gear, and, and then we'll talk about it when you've got some. You won't feel the same when you've got some, you know, wraps in your hand. So it might be that. I don't quite know what it is, um, but I do know. I think I know that I don't want to fall down the, the drug rabbit hole again because there's too much to lose. There's this wonderful career that is blossoming and there is my children and my sister and her family who arrived back in the United Kingdom today. But there is a, there is a, a part of me, a small part of me, a small yet significant part of me that's thinking, yeah, man, some, some drugs would be wicked. You know, some drugs would be wicked. And I feel guilty. I'm looking you in the eye saying it. I feel guilty. Don't feel guilty. No, I'm... but I do. I do feel guilty. I'd I feel rather... ashamed. I feel ashamed. Well... That's, that's the thing. That's not... Yeah. And that's why I'm saying it out loud, because um, it, uh, the, the shame is natural, um, and uh, if I don't say it out loud, then the shame like echoes in my head, and by saying it out loud, that diffuses part of the shame... Uh, it's a bit ashamed. It's a disease. You wouldn't be ashamed if you had cancer. Maybe you would. I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully, I won't find out. But you know, you wouldn't be ashamed for being an asthmatic. And you, you know, it's a disease. And I got this disease, man. And it turns out, I thought that after thirteen years, you were cured. But no, it turns out it's with you forever. So I am at a, a, a moment. Basically, what I'm saying is, if any of you guys got any drugs, I can have. That's uh. what I'm saying. I'm not saying that, but I'm not. Um, well, I said more than I was going to say. Well, can I say something? Please do. Yes. Um, I know there's no point in me saying don't feel ashamed about yes. it. But here's the thing from my point of view. Yes. I worry about you as my friend. Yeah. And I would rather you told me what was on your mind yeah. than me guessing and wondering and worrying all the time. Yeah. So thank you. You're welcome. That's why we're on a, an old wooden boat, because there's no chance of us scoring anything on this boat. There's only me... Um, Catherine and um, James, the cabin boy stroke dealer. I'm joking! So, anyway, so that's out there. And and um, and it's on me. And also because I've, I've, I'm getting divorced. I've said that. I've hinted at that. And I think I said, I'm getting divorced. And it's been going on for ages. And it's miserable. And I feel weird after Australia. And I feel discombobulated. And I feel strange. So my head is all over the place. So I need, I need to get some. I need, to, I need something. So I'm saying it. I'm putting it out there. I'm saying it out loud. Please, please, please don't phone in and go, oh, Oh, love you! Sending you hugs. Don't do that because that will make me. Um, that will make me hate myself even. I mean, if you do it, you do it. I'm not telling you what to do, but that will make me hate myself um, even more. So you know, I'm just saying that whilst you might think that were helpful, that would not be particularly helpful. And that's why I think you should keep a lot of stuff to yourself. So. So, so I've kept myself really busy today. Mm-hmm. The family are away, so I'm back in their house in Windsor feeding the pets. And I've kept myself really busy. Got up late. Um, their TV had died, so I bought a new TV and I had, to, I had to put that in and get that all tuned up and stuff. And then there was some, I had, so I had a lot of stuff to take to the dump, right? So I went to the dump. To, I love, I love going to the dump. Even though it's not what it was back in the day when my dad found a wonderful old accordion or when I found a Barry Manilow record. It, I still like going to the dump, right? So I loaded up the car with rubbish. Um, the recycling centre, I do apologise. Call it the dump, everyone else does. The, the tip. tip. So I went there, right? And so I just keep him busy, keep him busy all day. Keep him busy, keep him busy. I, the, the devil makes work for idle hands. And so I went to the dump. And on the way there, into Dylan, right? On the way there, this song came up. 
OK? And I'm going to play it in a bit. We'll be late for the ads, but I just don't care. This song came up that I'd heard years ago and had liked. In fact, it was the only Dylan song I'd liked for the last 30 years, right? But it was a... Di- Hello? Sorry. But it was a different version with an orchestra, right? And this was when I was, I was really... I was, I was kind of praying to a higher power, saying, God, you were in recovery. You, got, you, you kind of have a higher power. And I was just saying, God's will, not mine. God's will, not... Because my will is to go and score. God's will is to lead, lead a pure... Like, so I think, God's will, not mine. And then this song came on, right? This song came on. And I'm listening to it. And it it was it was it was it was a higher power moment. It was the most beautiful thing. I'm going to play it now. Forget the ads. We'll bunch all the ads up. We'll do them in a bit, right? So this song came on, okay. And it was we just shut the door a bit so we don't hear that disturbed. And um, Bob Dylan, right? And the singing's a little bit off, but I like his off singing, right? And it's got an orchestra, right? And I found this, and there's a line about. Um, um, something like there's a bit towards the end, two minutes into it. Um, get me a cabin in the woods. Find me a wife. Get me some kids who call me pa. I guess that's what life is all about. That line, it was like, oh Jesus Christ! Oh. Now, this may not have the same profound effect on you. Right? Lots of people calling in. We'll come to it. This may not have the same profound effect on you. I'll be surprised if it did. You might just like it and think it's a nice song. You might think it's a crap song. It's only three minutes and 52. Deal with it. Um, but when, when I was driving along asking for s- s- inspiration from a higher power and then this came on, um, I just thought, well, that's something a little bit, isn't it? So have a listen to this. Sign on a window says lonely Sign on a door says no company allowed Sign on a street says you don't own me Sign on a port says three's a crown Sign on a port says the three's a crowd. Her and her boyfriend went to California. Boyfriend, don't change that tune. My best friend said, Not deny warn you. Bright girls are like the moon. Bright girls are like the moon.
Lebanon and Utah. Marry me a wife, gets rainbow trout. Have a bunch of kids who call me. Over the top harp as well, isn't that? He's about, I'm, I'm guessing, he's about 27. <laughs> and he sounds like an old man, and he's about 27. And I heard that song, and I just burst into tears. I had it on repeat in my car as I was driving to and from the dump and coming into work. Um, had it, it, it was in tears. It was in tears, because it just, it just, something. So then I get to the dump, right? Honestly, this has been my the, the, my spiritual journey to the Slough Council tip, right? So then I get to the dump, and I got this old TV, the box the new TV came in, and some rubbish bags that somehow been missed by the bin man. So the car stank and all this stuff. It was dripping everywhere. So I get to the dump and I park up next to this car, this uh, this car, and there's a guy there, right? He's emptying his car, and we get out. I get out. And we say hello. And he says, I, did, I know you from somewhere. You're on the TV, aren't you? When, uh, the jungle. He went, oh, yes. Loved you in the jungle. I thought you were brilliant. Gives me a pat on the back. I thought you were brilliant. I really enjoyed that. Well done. I said, oh, thank you, man. It was a lot of fun. And um, then he started, talk, started talking. And he said, I used to be a sprinter. Used to be a sprinter. I was like, all right. He said, used to run the 400 metres. My ears pricked up a bit. Bear in mind, all the way to this journey, I've been asking for God's will, not mine. God's will, not mine. And um, he said, I used to be a sprinter, 400 metres. I was like, oh, he's pricked up because I used to run 400 metres. I said, oh, I went, all right. And he said, yeah, yeah. I said, you're any good? He said, oh, yeah, I was all right. I got a gold at the Commonwealth Games. I think he said gold. Got a medal at the Commonwealth Games, 94. Um, and then the year after, something, I, I couldn't quite hear what he said, but something happened and that kind of scuppered his career. I said, oh, man, well, that's a shame. And then... He was showing me where he'd nearly... He said, I've got a job as an engineer to pay the bills. And he showed me where he'd nearly chopped off his finger. And um, he said he, he, he works as a mentor now. He works with some other athletes who did go on and have careers. And he works with them and does all this kind of stuff. And he mentioned a few names that I'd sort of heard of. And then he said, oh, I've got... You're on the radio now, aren't you? I said, yeah, yeah, I do a late night show on... He said, oh, right, OK, right, right. He said, only I'm, I'm working on an app. And I thought, oh, God, here we go. And he got his phone and said, I'm working on an energy app, right? And it monitors energy use in, in the house. Oh, right, OK. Um, and I said, oh, can I download it? He said, no, it's, it's only in a beta. I said, is it in a beta? He said, it's in a beta, but I just, you know, hopefully this will be the, the, the thing that makes it for me. And I said, I'll tell you what, man. If, you, if you've got a card, thinking, he won't, this guy won't have a card. He said, if you've got a card, I'll send you an email. And he gets his wallet out and he's looking for a card. I'm thinking, he's not going to have a card. I'm being polite. Well, outwardly out, out <coughs> polite. Inside, you're going, this guy's not got cards. Well, I was thinking, this guy's not got <laughs> But he was a nice guy. He was a really nice guy. And we kind of clicked. Right? And he found a card. And he, he, we had, he, had, we hadn't, he hadn't said his name, right? And he handed me his card. 
And this is a trick I learnt, learnt in Japan, right? It's, it's very rude to take a card and put it in your wallet. When someone gives you a card, you've got to look at it. Particularly the Japanese cards, because they put a lot of work into their cards. They're all fancy. Yeah. And I made the mistake of, like, someone gave me a card and I put it in my wallet. And it's, that's rude. So, so I always do it now. When someone gives me a card, I look at it. Also, it's good because I'm not very good with names. So I look at it, and then I put it in my wallet. And I looked at it, and I said, this says you're Adrian Patrick. He says, yeah, yeah, that's my name. I said, dude, I used to go to school with you. He said, no, no, you didn't. And he mentioned the school. I said, no, 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 no. You went to Claycott's primary school, didn't you? And he, he literally took a step back. He said, yeah. I said, and you left after, like, I don't know, was it a term or a year? He said, yeah. I said, I was in your class, man. And you left when I was, it must have been in the first year. You left when I was about five. And you won't remember this. Because different people remember different things and put different import on things that other people find trivial. But you left and we were really good friends. And I was so... I was, it was, it was, I was traumatised by you leaving because it was kind of the first loss that I'd ever experienced. You know, we hadn't had a death then, hadn't... You know, it's five or six, whenever it was, it's that you were the first loss. And I remember you leaving. I remember, I remember it vividly, the scene... Um, I thought it was with his older brother, but it must have been with his dad. I remember the, playing a little bit of basketball, playing netball. I remember it really vividly. And he went, he said, I don't remember you being there, but that's incredible. And he said, I still, he said, I still think about clay cots from time to time. And I said, with a sec, you're 44, yeah? He said, yeah, yeah. He said, man, it was, he said, it was yeah, that was me. I was there. And, I'm, and then I said, and I, I said, I used to run 400 metres and I was quite good. And I ran for my school. And I ran a little bit for my county. And I said, and I, I stopped when I was 15 because I raced against you, Adrian. And I didn't speak to you then, but I raced against you. And, I mean, he was, like, light years ahead. He was just from a different planet. And that was, and I went, ah, there's no point in me doing this anymore. I've got as far as I can get. This guy is obviously going to be a superstar. And so we sat chatting, and he's given me his card, and I'm going to send him an email at some point. Who knows? We may never speak again. We may go out for coffee. I don't know. But I just thought, today of all days, when... okay, coincidence, whatever, probably. But today of all days, when I knew we were doing the show from a ship, but when I was looking for meaning, for um, a sign, for guidance, guidance, when I was looking for guidance, right... To find a song that pierces me through the soul and made me cry like I haven't cried for a long time. And then to meet someone who I haven't spoken to for nearly 40 years, 39 years, right? And to, 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 to someone who I shouldn't remember but had such a profound effect on me leaving. Um, and then talking to him took me back to being that five-year-old little boy who who had not been tainted yet by sexual abuse, who'd not been tainted yet by cocaine, who'd not been tainted yet by excessive alcohol, not been tainted by any of that stuff. And um, I came away from... I'm going to cry on a bit. I came away from the dump, from Slough Municipal Tip, feeling... I'm, I'm going to say it. Feeling enlightened, man. 
it was an enlightening spiritual experience. Do you feel like you left more than just rubbish there? Oh, I, I, I feel I took stuff away from there. I feel I took, um, I, I took a cleansing vibe from there. I took a positivity. I took a purity. I took, I took stuff away with me. Right? I took stuff away. With me. Now, since then, I've, I've still been thinking oh, some drugs would be quite nice, you know. But, 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 in, um, you know, when I had been asking moments before, literally ten minutes before, for guidance from the universe, from God with a small g, from whatever, right? Because my head was was um, was was not my head was was poisoning me, right, and was telling me lies, and so I was asking for for guidance from outside to get a song that skewered my soul, right, and. To meet someone who had had such a, a, a huge effect on me 40 years ago, I mean, and I have no, I have no conclusion, I have no, and so the lesson I've learnt from that is I have none of that, but I have, I had a sense of peace, and I, I had a sense that I, somehow I had to share some of this with you, dear listener, so there we go, that's it. That's all I got. That's it. I'm done. On that bombshell, 0344 499 We're coming live from a boat tonight. It's an old-fashioned wooden boat. Let's have a listen outside. There we go. It's very, very wet and windy out there. If you want to come on board, 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. Dead of Night Discourse for Disco Queens. I'm related to Jedward and Dolly Parton. Dairy Farmers aye, aye. and Distant Fathers. Yeah, whatever. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Doing lots of things that we don't know about, we can't control. On Talk Radio. Yes, great. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You can watch the radio at periscope.tv slash Ian Lee. One, clar- one clarification. I, I, I tweeted, and I tweet during the show, and I, I, perhaps I shouldn't, but the clip from yesterday where um, I suggested that during on the day of the royal wedding we all dress as homeless people and go to Windsor to cheer on, not to cause trouble, to cheer on the royal couple. Um, and, and yes, maybe someone has called me up on the phrase dress like a homeless person. Uh, OK, m- maybe I could have phrased it slightly better. On I'd, 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 I'd struggle when I'm on the air because it's words coming out of my mouth. Maybe in the tweet I could but the reason is is not to make light of homelessness um it is to highlight um the uh, abhorrent position of my former council to first of all try and remove forcibly remove all of the homeless people from the route of the royal wedding um and when that failed they're going to introduce a fine of a hundred pounds for um homeless people uh, most of whom in Windsor I've had nothing but polite um, uh, chatter with. So that's what it's for. It's certainly not making light of that situation. Um, let's go to Donette. Good evening, Donette. Hello. Hello, Donette. Hello, Catherine. Hello, Donette. <laughs> Catherine, you upset me the other night. Oh. When you said that I didn't like you. You can't... You'd, I don't even know you, but it was... You were picking on Ian for something, and it just upset me. There we go. Well, that upsets me that you'd think that. Anyway, and I just want to say happy Valentine's to you both, for starters. But why would you say that to someone... Because I don't get Valentine's. Why would you say that to someone you're not um, romantically involved with? Um, Is it... I don't know. Is it it, it a a greeting? They're saying it to me all day. Are they? And I don't even know them. Yes. Okay. Okay. 
Ian, before you... Have you got a pencil and paper? I've got a pen and paper. I don't have a pencil because it's not in the okay, 1970s. Sorry. Write down Jonathan David. Yes. Why? Before I write it down, why? Because you and I like the same kind of music. OK. And it's he has a band called Bethel, B-E-T-H-E-L. Yes, Barry Bethel, yes. And he has this amazing rock version oh. of um, I'm No Longer a Slave. Oh. OK. Um, Bob Dylan's one of my favourites. Yes. And um, he actually marched with Martin Luther King. Yes. Oh, did he? Gosh. He's got, and he, I was on honeymoon in Mozambique one day, and he had, 10 years afterwards, he went to, Mo, to the island, right. which is not even on the map, and he wrote a song called Mozambique. Oh, yes, I know Mozambique. It's from uh, the Desire album. Yeah, well, I was on honeymoon on Mozambique. Oh, are you? And I just want to say to you, before you get into drugs... Yes. I am about to publish my life story. Oh. And I will send you a copy of it. Okay. A copy of the book when it's published. Yep. Because, you know, I'm 76, and what I'm saying to you is don't do things that your kids will be ashamed of. Okay. Okay. Bit late for that. Hey? Bit bit late for that. No, No. We all make mistakes. We all make mistakes. But there's time to repair. Um, well, thank you very much for that. And um, oh, and there's another singer that you must listen to. He's called Rodriguez. Yeah. Do you know Rodriguez? Uh, I do. Yes, the Sugar Man. Hey, have you seen yes. the film Searching for Sugar Man? Yes. Do you know? Have you yes. seen it, Kath? Do you know what it's about? Right. <laughs> in 1968. This guy recorded two albums in America, and they sold diddly squat, right? You know, have you seen this yeah. film, Kath? Kath hasn't seen yeah. it. They I sold nothing, it, yeah. right? And then he disappeared, right? He disappeared. But it yeah. turned out that someone was, was, like, bootlegging these records in South Africa, and he became a yeah. huge yeah. star. And then everyone thought he was dead. And then they found him. Kath, are you listening? They found him, and he went to South Africa and played to these big arenas. Gosh. And do you know what? He played in Brighton last year, um, the year be- last year, yep. the year before. And my son went, and he said to me afterwards, oh, Mum, you should go and see this guy, Rodriguez. I said, excuse me, you went without me? I was so upset, because my son knows my kind of music, yep. and Rodriguez is my kind of music. And Rodriguez. so is Dylan. Sugar man! <laughs> He's great, Rodriguez. Everyone should watch that film. Yes. He's blind, you know. He's going blind. No! Yes, they had to walk him onto the stage. Oh, but he's he's still got that voice, though. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, please don't do anything that... It doesn't matter what you've done. Your your kids will get over it. They really will. Yeah, Okay. All right, Danette. So, hang on. Thank you. So, she's saying don't do it, but if you do do it, the kids will get over it. So, do it. I like her style. 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. So I, I deleted... I, I really... Twitter is like a drug. I keep going, but I really try and stay off it. And um, I've, I've deleted the tweet about dressing like a homeless. And I could see, 
I, I, I could, right, OK. Because ev- everyone's a miserable old git. Right. The, the intent is pure. The phrasing is obviously not great. Um, and uh, perhaps the idea isn't the greatest on. idea How in the world. How else do you describe it? Well, OK, maybe, but maybe going dressed up is perhaps not the way to do it. But, um, uh, OK, so I've deleted that tweet, but only because some people were getting actually quite nasty. And there was no nastiness behind it. wasn't wasn't saying it as a joke. Wasn't saying it as uh, bants. Wasn't comedy. It was a genuine. It was. It was genuine. I was prepared to do it because I, I live near there. I, I lived there until recently, um, and I think that Windsor Council's um, standpoint. Hang, hang on a minute. I'm not the bad guy. No. Windsor Council's the bad. What are you having a go at me for? You absolute prunes. I'm not the bad guy. Windsor Council's the bad guy. You're playing into their hands. It's uh, this is about solidarity, and what they're doing is getting us fighting amongst ourselves. I, Council is the uh, the bad guys, not me. Jeez. Ah, oh, dearie, dearie me. Um, uh, uh, um. Leanne just phoned in and then lost my nerve. Scary. Maybe another day. Leanne, call in, Leanne. Look, Leanne's got a lovely smile. She's from Scotland. She likes the leopard skin. Wearing a leopard skin top and got a leopard skin. And why not? Leanne, call in. We will be be delightful to you. I promise you. I promise you. I promise you. Um, Let us go to Ricardo. Whoa, hey. Ricardo. Oh, hello, Ian. How are you? I'm good. Are you on speakerphone? Uh, Well, I've got earphones in, but I haven't. Right. Speakerphone. Right. Could, could you could you use the phone in the way that God intended it to be used? Well, I'd love to, but it's an iPhone. It's broken after about two and a half years. Uh, all right, then. Well, in that case, let's not bother. Let's go to Pablo. Good evening, Pablo. Are you on speakerphone? Not anymore. Okay, oh. too slow. I'm really. Can I just say, when we take the phone calls, can you make sure they're not on speakerphone? Let's just say, don't, don't. Let's put them. Make sure they're holding the phone, like the phone was meant to be held. I must admit, we've shot our bolt now because the, the ones we got left ain't great. Zach. Hi. Um, Are you uh, on speakerphone? No. Okay. Are you sure? I'm sure. Are you holding the phone to your face? No. You're not. Well, how are you speaking no, to me? I've got my headphones. I've got my headphones plugged in. Thanks very much for calling. <laughs> use the phone the way God intends it to be used. Otherwise, it sounds crap. It just sounds awful. You'd hold it like you're on The Apprentice. You're an idiot. You got. Why would you have headphones in? And what? You're holding the phone. The phone's on the table. What? What's wrong? Right? Unless. You have a serious, I mean a real serious disability, like you're paraplegic or you, something where you can't hold it up. Even then, try and get find someone. Maybe you're a lonely paraplegic, in which case, all right. Hold the phone, dudes. Ewan. Hello? Are you on speakerphone? No. Were, were you on speakerphone? No. What do you want? And I just want to, um, earlier, earlier on, I was listening to talk radio and there was this, having a discussion about if they think the landlord should let the tenants have pets in their properties. Right. And what I think is, 
And I spoke to one of the producers and I was saying to them, I think they should let them to a stick like maybe have one or two of each animal. One so or two of each animal, like the flipping ark? Who's, who's, yeah. who's living there? Noah? No, I, when I mean by few animals, I only mean like maybe a dog or a cat or one. Two dogs? You want someone to have two dogs in a bedsit? And if they had a big house, it depends. Not if, like, you have a small house. Right, so you will get the the size of the pet and the numbers of pets would depend on the size of the house. So, if someone is renting a mansion, they could have a herd of ponies. And if someone's got a bedsit, what is it, a a Russian gerbil? No, but... They eat each other, Russian gerbils. Don't buy Russian gerbils. They look cute. They eat each other. Well, in, in my true. situation, the, the the dog scared of the cat. Not the cat scared of this well, the So, well, so of hang the on dog. a minute. So the the dog is scared of the cat. So yeah, so yeah. so what? So have you told your landlord that? Is your landlord aware of the situation between the dog and the cat? Is that why? Say so can't have pets. Oh no 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 no. The dog's afraid of the cat. <laughs> oh, in that case, bring that bring them in. Oh, we'll have those. Yes. We only have one. I. I, no, that's my nan. Talking cat and your nan yeah. is your nan is a landlord. No, my nan's talking cat because I, I I go up there a lot. Okay, um, Catherine, could you do me a favour? The radio has turned itself off. Could you go and turn it on, please? It, I, I may not have plugged it in, so you might need to plug it in. Okay. okay? <laughs> Evening, Catherine. <laughs> yeah, she's gone now, mate. Too late. You missed that. Oh. You missed that. Oh. Right, right. But okay. Well, that's that's great. Yeah, and I would just give like to give a shout out to Mike. No, no, no. Why are you giving? Were you giving shout out? When have we ever done? Sh- I'm really. When have we ever done shout outs on this show? I thought that this station was about you could ring up and speak about anything. But not shout outs. It's not. We're not Radio One on 1989. We're not Ken Bruce giving big ups. If, if, is it someone? Is no, it, it a friend? Just, is it, it a friend that you want? A friend or a relative? Um, it's for, um, a close friend. Have you? How right? Close friend. So you've got their phone number. Yeah. Give them a phone call. <sighs> Evening, CJ. Hello. Hello, CJ. Hello. I can't hear anyone. <laughs> uh, Andre. Hi. Right. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, are you on speaker? Are you on speakerphone, Andre? No, I haven't, but I've got my lappy on. I might have sound good for you here. OK, on. beautiful. I, I, as I say, well done today for having a good day. Kathy had a good day? She's gone to fix the radio. All right, well, listen to this then. All right. Squeeze, yeah? Yes. But, but call for cats. Ready? Here we go. Seagulls on the rocks above the pass. The cowboys take positions in the bushes and the grass. The squires doing call for his tired against the tree. She doesn't mind her language, it's the feeling she don't need. She lets us all the horses when the corporal is asleep. And he waits to find the fires dead and arrows in his axe. And Davy Crockett rides around and says, It's cool for cats, it's cool for cats. The Swedish do it 90 because they've got the worst to go. They get a gang of villains in a shit up at he throw. They're counting out the fibers when the ankle slog again. In and out of wandering with their numbers on their names. It's funny how the missus always looks the bleeding same. And meanwhile at the station there's a couple of likely lads who swear like as your father and they're very cool for cats, they're cool for cats. To change the mood a little, I've been posing down the pub. 
I see on my reflection, I'm looking slightly rough. I fancy this, I fancy that, I want a piece of flash. I get a little musty and there's a little cash. But all I get is bister and a nasty little rash. And by the time I'm sober, I've forgotten what I've had. And everybody tells me that it's cool to be a cat. Cool cat. Is that all right so far? Seven instrumental here. Hold on. Right. Bit of volume, I reckon, on that, Lappy. That's it. Here we go. Hold on. Yeah, here it comes. Shape up at the disco and I think I've got a pole. I ask a lot of questions and she hangs onto the wall. I kiss her for the first time and then I take her home. I'm invited in for coffee and I give the dog a bone. She likes to go to discos but she's never on her own. I said you'll see you later and I'll give her some old chat. But it's not like that on the TV when it's called for cats. Cool for cats. I think that's enough of me for tonight. See you later. Bye. Of course, um, uh, Chris Difford from Squeeze, who originally sang that, is going to be on the show next week with a guitar. So, Andre, if you want to phone up and sing it to him... I'm sure he would love it. I'm sure he would. One of my favourite... We've got no phone calls, by the way, probably because I've annoyed everyone, which is great. Uh, one of my favourite things I've ever done on radio was when we, the first time I had Sparks on the show, and it was when I was at LBC, and they were in the studio. And I'd never met them before, um, but th- I was m- making a real point, as I still do... Um, of of never really addressing the hit, or always you kind of assume you've got um, you know. Uh, let me think of of um, an example. Um, I can't. Johnny think. Rotten, we didn't mention. We didn't mention punk. Johnny Rotten, we didn't mention punk, right? And when Sparks came in, I said, "Listen, guys, before he we went on air, I said, look, I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna talk about this town ain't big enough." And they said, "Really?" I said, "I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in everything." And I was because I didn't know anything about them really, and um, so they were like blown away by that. But my, but my favourite favourite thing was Vinny, young girl who phones up now. She's she's still a young girl. She still phones up occasionally. She phoned up and sang. This town ain't big enough for the both of us. And the looks of delight and the squeals of laughter <laughs> from Ron and Russell Mail. It was, it was a joy to behold. They had no idea what was going on. It was fantastic. Um, 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Um, well, lots to talk about. Uh, uh, really, I feel, feel I've bared my soul with you. You're welcome to, to, to phone in about any of that nonsense. Why have I written down um, 2030? What's happening in 2030? What have I written down there? I've written down 2030. I've written Adrian Patrick. We talked about that. This is the list of things. I've got news stories, but this is the list of things I've written down. I, Tonya, Pancakes and Valentines, Scent, with a C, which we'll get to, Adrian Patrick, and 2030. It's not half past 8 p.m. I don't think so. It's the last thing I've written down. What's happening? What year are we now? It's 12 years away. Yeah, ages. What have I written that down for? 20, 30, listen, you can hear the boat creaking. There we go. I know, I'm a bit worried about that wind. Yeah, it'll be all right, it'll be all right. Why don't you worry? Check the shipping forecast. Um, no. <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not, I, I, those words aren't real. 
I've written 2030, and I, I, I know not, I know not why. Um, mm. Well, OK, there we go. Oh, three, this, this, is your, this is your phone in, guys. 0344-499-1000. Why the hell have I written down the words, uh, the number 2030? Let's sit and wait for the phones to explode. Hello, caller. Why have I written 2030? Yeah, because the, the guy passed the, 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 he passed the, the lie detector test from 2030. Time oh, yes! <laughs> thank you! Jonathan, it's the, it's the guy from the future, isn't it? Maybe. Thank you very much. <laughs> that was it. It's because a fella... Now, I've not read the story. Get it up. We'll read it after 11, OK? So coming up to the news. Um, well, well done. There's a fella who has time-travelled, doesn't even claim to, he has time-travelled yeah. from 2030, and he said that President Trump gets uh, re-elected, and I only heard this on the radio the other uh, this morning, um, and that AI takes over and stuff. And everyone was like, yeah, oh, <laughs> all right, mate, whatever. Uh, OK, if you don't believe me, I'll do a lie detector Did you test. not see his YouTube video? With the fuzzed out face. No, that's not the same guy. I think it is. No, he c- he didn't come from twenty thirty. He came from like the year three thousand. The guy that we showed. Mm. No, that's I not. I thought the- that was him. Find the story. Find the story. I've got it. Well, okay. Well, hold hold on to the story. Tell me if it's the same guy. The He's guy- got a fuzzed out face. It looks like him. <laughs> oh no, it's it's not the same guy. He, the guy like- the guy from the other the other time traveller was sat out in the snow. No, the one that had a photo, and they said the photo's blurry. We're calling these. We're calling these people back, aren't we? Okay, cool. Um, yeah, no, no, that's not him. Anyway, we'll talk about that. We'll we'll, we'll get the exclusive um, from our special show tonight, coming to you live from an old-fashioned sailing ship. Who'd have thunk it? Thank you to all the bods at Talk Radio that have made this possible. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you're very very welcome. Um, you are. Listening to us on DAB, maybe you've downloaded the app for your pocket telephone, or perhaps you're listening online at talkradio.co.uk. Here's another thing. If you actually want to watch the radio, um, you can go to periscope.tv slash Ian Lee. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian and Kath, only here on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Your Emmett Rhodes, isn't it? Eh? That's your actual Emmett Rhodes, guys. Live on a ship. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Late night alternative on Talk Radio. My name is Ian Lee. Who are you? I'm Catherine Boyle. That's right, and um, we are here Mondays to Fridays, ten o'clock at night until one o'clock in the morning, where we're replaced by um, Paul Ross. Um, and um, if you want to listen, did I say how they could listen to us? I'll say it again. DAB, download the app for your phones or go online to talkradio.co.uk. If you want to watch the radio, go to periscope.tv slash Ian Lee. Um, and it's a phony show unlike any other in that I don't really sit here with an agenda. I don't give you questions. I don't really very often give you topics or things like that. It's, it's, we kind of just sit here and talk about our day and we've got some stuff in the papers. And things that have occurred to us. And you're welcome to chip in on those things and, and share your thoughts or chip in on other things and share your thoughts on those or whatever. I don't, you know, it's a drop-in centre for the lost, the lonely and the bewildered. Leanne and Pablo, stay there. We'll come to you in a second. We were talking about... Um, uh, we're obsessed with time travel. No, we're obsessed with guys who time travel. And it turns out there's a lot of them. We had a guy a couple of weeks ago, I think a bit had been in the year, he'd been sent forward to the year 3000. Not much had changed, but he'd got on with your great, 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 great granddaughter. Um, Oh, and they live underwater. Um, but no, no, that's a, a song. Um, but he'd taken a picture of a futuristic city, but it was blurry. Yeah. Um, so we, ha- we, we listened to that guy. But then there was a guy today. Well, you read the story, Catherine. This is the latest time traveller. Uh, and quote marks, time traveller who says he's from the future has passed a lie detector test. After so he's from the future then. If that was... Ju- right. If this was Jeremy Kyle, having worked with Jeremy Kyle this week, I now feel an affinity with the gentleman and his, his, his programme. If this was Jeremy Kyle... He'd come out and he'd go, 
Let's have a look at those all important. Let's have a look at those all important lie detectors. Will bring me the uh, lie. Let's have a look at those all important lie detectors. Right. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. You think he's lying, don't you? We asked Tony. Tony, have you travelled back in time from the year 2030? He's telling the truth! (laughs) (laughs) Well... Oh. You say that. I believe Jeremy Carl has, like, the best detectives of the human mind that money can buy. Of course he does. This is done by some bloke on Apex TV, which is okay. supposed to... They use the same equipment. Same. Mm. Honestly, we had a lie detector on the 11 o'clock show. Yeah, got rigged up to a lie detector. I don't, know. I don't know how good or whether this thing was being operated by experts. Mate, I believe it. I believe okay. it. Anyway, carry on. Enjoy believing it, yep. because I think it sounds like bullshit. Of course you do. This is, this is the voice of reason there. Yeah. Me, I'm talking about you, voice of um, the BBC left-wing um, r- r- remaining bias. Anyway, carry on. They would disagree. Yep. A time traveller, a time traveller... OK. ...who says he's from the future, yeah. has passed a lie detector test. That should be in quote marks, a lie yep. detector <laughs> test. After claiming Donald Trump will be re-elected and artificial intelligence will take over. Yep. I mean, both of those things are highly likely. Yep. In a startling YouTube video po- posted by Apex TV, who did the last one, yes, the man whose face and voice have been distorted to hide his identity, of course, looks like a kid, like the last one. Well, hang on, no, 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 but, but, but there's an explanation. Okay, claims he risked his life to travel back in time. Apex TV says it is quote marks one of the biggest voices of paranormal content on YouTube. Yeah, with over 56 million views and 100,000 subscribers. His mission, he says, is to tell those alive now what the world has in store. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Among his predictions is the claim that Google Glass style robotics will spread across the globe. Google Glass style? Yeah. Well, well hang on. Well, not necessarily Google Glass, but <laughs> someone knocking it off. That doesn't. Well, hang on. Well, Google. And it's not go- robotics, is it? Google Glass style robots. That, those are just like four words you just put. Google Glass were the glasses that um, I very, very nearly um, spaffed two grand on. And then literally a week later, um, they said, yeah, we're, we're cancelling the Google Glass uh, program because it's bullshine. Well, Google Glass style robots, OK. Robotics. Oh, and, uh, remind me to talk to you about those dog robots. Go on, yeah. Technology will also have developed to the point where it will be able to independently run a home. Already doing it. I've seen Hive. It. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hive. Bitcoin will be increasingly popular, but pennies and cents will still be in use. Well, hang on. Bitcoin's about to crash. Did he say anything about Oxfam? Not yet. OK. In 2030, <laughs> he says the US president is a mysterious figure called Ilana Ramicki. Ooh! <laughs> well, hang on a minute. In 2030? Mm. Right. So let's find her now. She 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 won't she she won't be born after now because that she'll be twelve. Let's let's tweet. She'll be on Twitter. Ilana Mickey. Rimicky. Can't be that many. Can't be that many Ilana Rimickies. He's given a name there. This is going to be. Um... Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Okay, so there is one. Yeah. And she's putting. Apparently, I'm going to be president in 2013. I'm absolutely ready. <laughs> Okay, next bit. Uh, In 2030, he says this US president will be Alana Rimicki. She's ready. He also suggests global warming has caused temperatures in North America to increase while Europe has cooled. Oh, yeah, well. Well, it's winter. Humans will reach Mars in 2028, and the same year, time travel will be discovered. Um, And what's this guy's name? Noah. Noah what? 
None of your business. <laughs> sort of, sort of as a joke, but if you analyse it too much, it, it is well, a joke. His name is Noah, and it's none of your business. Well, what his no, but is. You, what, what you were trying to do was knowing you, knowing no your one business. You know. <laughs> now that's a funny, that's a funny joke. I wasn't doing a joke, and that's what I do. Is people do jokes, and I make them funny. I'm, I, I don't write the gags, but I, I certainly bump them up a bit. You repeat them. Yes. Um, he states that electric. I, re- I repeat them slower and louder. <laughs> <laughs> I do. He actually does, that's the thing. (laughs) I know! I actually do! He's doing it again. Continue, He states that electric cars will be able to travel as fast as diesel and petrol once boring, despite many already being able to do so. And many forms of cancer have been cured. Yeah! In previous interview with Paranormal Elite, Noah said he had anorexia and is in fact 50 years old. Oh, God, this sounds like Farmer John. Is the the organisation called Paranormal Elite? It's the show on Apex TV. Right, okay. Okay, fine, yep. We, we... Get this. This yeah. is the... Here we go. I mean... Yeah. So, so how come you look so young when you've done all this stuff? Yeah. Well, well. Yeah. He had anorexia and is in fact 50 years old, but he'd taken an age rejuvenation drug which had transformed him into a 25-year-old. Wowzers. Of course, his claims have attracted scepticism. In response, he agreed to take a lie detector test on camera. At school, by the looks of it. I don't, I don't like the tone. Try and be neutral. Tough. Try and be neutral. Tough. In the foot... Oh, Donette's going to go nuts over this one. I'm telling you off again. In the footage from Apex TV, the would-be oracle is seen sitting on a chair with what appears to be a polygraph lie detector wrapped around his biceps. Or is having his blood pressure taken? Yeah, I don't think they do lie detector with um, the same technology as they use a blood... They, There's nothing they, coming off it either, look. You have it on your... I've done it. You have it on your heart, all over your chest... And your hands, because it's measuring sweat, it's measuring heart, it's not measuring your blood pressure. Okay. Okay. Coming over to my side, I like it. No. He's act to predict, uh, asked to predict some of the future's major events and yes. confirm if he really is who he says he is. Yeah. The interview begins, and Noah is asked a simple question Are you an actual time traveller from the year 2030? That's the question. Yeah. But he, he wouldn't re- have asked it like a 12 year old sarcastic child. Are you an actual time traveller from the year, year 2030? 2030. He responds with a yes, and true appears in large green letters superimposed on the video. Again, I don't However, think the results how... of the machine are not shown. That's not how lie detectors... No. Okay. Noah then claims he has hard evidence to back up his predictions, but isn't sure that he can say what that is because it might cause a paradox. <laughs> um, Once again, the word true appears on screen. Right, can we get... What's this programme called? The, pa- the Paranormal Paradox? It's, no, it's called... Paranormal Elite. Can we get them on the show? Before can we, before Howard does. <laughs> can we get them on the show? Because right. I, I, I will ask them I will ask them I mean questions. They spell the word uh, the two words a lot as one word. Okay, fine. Let's get those guys on the show. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Leanne, you'll be first, then it'll be Pablo. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional, the unpredictable, and the completely unorthodox with rule-free Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. Just looking at some of the comments on Periscope, people watching the radio. Um, gosh. (laughs) Um, uh. Uh, uh, <laughs> someone, a guy called George saying, um, well, Scanner Darkly saying Ian's being a dick. All right, blocked. 
And a guy called George saying, um, this joke has backfired. Um, he's lost 70% of his viewers. It's a radio show. Have they gone to the radio? Because <laughs> in that case, good. Saturday's child is agreeing with him. Um... <laughs> oh, guys. Guys, guys, guys. They really are a lot of fun, aren't they? They really are a lot of fun. They really are. Oh, those guys are all a lot of fun. Um, 03444991000. Good evening, Leanne. Ian. Yes. Hello. Hello, Leanne. Oh, it's Leanne! Yeah, good evening, Kat. Hello, you you were um, you were all oh. nervous, I'm, and I kept I, and I said I'd put you on straight away. Then I've kept you waiting for twenty minutes. Oh, did you see that? I never even heard you. You've got I don't know if my I've got a heartbeat in my stomach. I can or hear if it. My, if my heart has stopped beating. You've oh. got me nervous, Rick. I know. I'm so I'm so sorry that I didn't come to you immediately because that the worst. Here, let me tell you now. The worst bit is the waiting, thinking, are they going to come to... Is, is it... Are, they're gonna knock, oh, no. Oh, they're not going to me. That's the I worst bit. And this bit, this will be over in a second and you will collapse on the sofa and you'll reach for that half-finished glass of wine and you'll down it and go, I loved it. It's awkward, isn't it, the first bit, this wee bit? Yep. It's so awkward because, you know, I'm one of these, um, these wee creepy callers that are that listen and have been for a wee while and just have never spoken to you. Yeah. And it's like you've got a wee group that you all know each other and you've got your regulars. Uh, and I just don't have right. a place. Well, no. Okay, yeah. no, 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 you do... Oh, God, no, 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 you do have a place. You, Everybody has a place here. And this is a thing that I have struggled with for 15 years of doing radio mm-hmm. is um, how much room I okay. give... The, the regulars, the regulars in inverted commas, because does having regular callers mm-hmm. put people off? And, and what we've started doing now, since coming back from Australia, and it's great, is if someone, if I've heard someone on James's show before me, or if someone's maybe phoned me up two nights in a row, I'll say to whoever's answering the phone, if such and such and such and such call in, thank them very much and say maybe give us a try tomorrow night, because I want to try oh, and s- spread the voices out. But I'm I'm really aware that having so many regulars, and I love having regulars, of course I do, but that it can, well, it can make some people feel like you, Leanne, like you don't have a place, and I need oh, to... Oh, not at all. No, 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 I wouldn't say that. Um, I you, couldn't you say did, that. I'm just a really anxious person. Oh. <laughs> and what happened was, I, I phoned up your, your wee man, and, and he said, just go on. And I said, oh, no, I've actually just, as soon as he answered... I was already going to hang off. Oh, bless you. I'm not not going to do this. And he said, oh, just go. And I said, no, it's all right. I'll not bother. He said, are you sure? I went, yeah. I said, could I text him? And he said, you can tweet him. So I just did. And I just (laughs) thought, well, there you go. And then I just got on with the evening, which was my two-year-old distracting me. And my husband, he came out of the shower, and he said, Ian's talking about you. Oh, your naked husband was listening. (laughs) (laughs) On Valentine's Day. And see, I'm... I'm not, I'm not phoning just to give you hugs and virtual hugs, and I'm not going to call you and say happy Valentine's Day. So I'm learning. Yeah, that I'm is a weird thing because uh, Christmas you say Merry Christmas and Happy yeah. New Year, and oh, is it your birthday? Oh, Happy Birthday! But people yeah. saying Happy Valentine's Day. I feel mm-hmm. weird if other people outside my marriage wish me Happy Anniversary. Yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. I know what you mean. I don't need cards yeah. from anyone else. Yeah, yeah. It is strange. What about if um, if you if you announce your pregnancy and folks say, "Oh, congratulations," and I think that's a funny one because 
you should say congratulations on the birth of your child, but to say... Congratulations, uh, you've had sex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you've had sex That's without right. a condom. Mm-hmm. Well done. <laughs> That's... It's intrusive, isn't it? It's a little bit intrusive, I suppose. <laughs> Everybody knows what you've been getting up to, and there's no baby. Did you yeah. say your... How old was your baby? Two or three? Well, the wee one's two. Um, a four-year-old has come through and said that I've woken him up. Oh, but that was a hysteria, because because the husband comes in and says, Ian's talking about you on the video. <laughs> For goodness sake. Yeah. That's, that's embarrassing. <laughs> he says, what have you done? Have you tweeted him? I was like, yeah, I don't actually think he's going to see it. Yeah, of course, of course, of course, of course I'm going to read it. Of course I'm going to read it. I'm going. You're my stalker. I have to call you out. Oh, well, yeah, I'm a wee bit. He's, he's um, you know, I, I go to sleep with you and Kath every night, so I do. Oh, cosy. Wowzers. Every night. And then I wake up to um, Mr Ross. Well, wow! It, it's a, it's a. And it's then I a, turn the radio off, of course. Yeah, good, well, there you go. I think you're doing the right thing there. Well, um, um, so well, I, I appreciate you. Um, I appreciate you calling back, and um, it is a weird, weird thing. There's no, there's no um way around it. It's an odd thing to do to phone a radio station, and it's a bit silly and it's a bit dumb. But um, we, we're glad that you do it. So thank you. It's like what it's like what you were saying at the start, putting your life out there. Yep. And not knowing if that was a safe thing to do or not. Yes. And my mum always says, oh, you're an oversharer. You have to be careful. Don't do that. Like, don't do too much of that. Yeah, yeah. And um, so I can see where you're conflicted. But um, I don't know. It's I, I'm in this situation now because think of all the exes that could be listening or Friends that aren't friends anymore, they could be thinking, there's that nutter on the radio. Yes. You, no. do, you don't know who listens to Ian Lee. It is a bunch of weirdos, I'm, I'm afraid. There's no, there's no way around yeah. it. So it's a very unique group of listeners <laughs> that we have. Well, that's it. But you have given me a heart attack because I know that you shout at people for being a loudspeaker, and I was on loudspeaker over, over the news. And then I thought, right, I'll need to just get this one against my ear because imagine he shouts at me. Yeah. I wouldn't... Well, no, I would have shouted at him. Yeah, you would. We've got to treat everybody equally. So, well done. It's working. Um, I'm going to... Because I've never bought into Valentine's Day. Even... I mean, I'm not getting divorced, but um, even when I was married Mm -hmm. and even when I was courting as... Maybe as a 17-year-old, maybe. But I've never really bought into Valentine's Day. Did Did you do anything? For the first time ever. For the first time, we've been together six years, I think. Yeah. Uh, could be wrong. Oh. Six years. Yeah, seven years this year. Okay. Coming up for the seven-year itch, I, I call it. Okay, yeah. Um, oh, so, you're, so you're, you're sowing the seeds to cheat on him already. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, say, I've said, you know, I can have, like, it's my, you know, I can have a wee fancy man or, you know, I've... I've let him know that that, that happens. Yes. So it's a very, it, very, very open um, modern times. She's yeah. an oversharer. Pot- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, it it sounds like she's going to be an oversharer in about six months' time. <laughs> oversharing everything. Um, please tell me your husband is dressed now. He's dressed and he's downstairs and he's listening to me on the video. Okay, good. Um, so what did you do then? So for the, the first, so for together six years, nearly seven. What what did you yeah. do then? For tonight? Yeah, what was your Valentine's treat then? So, um, I'm having a few issues this year. I've got problems. Like, you've got pro- we've all got problems. Yep. And 
it's all just getting a bit much for me. Sometimes it does. Yeah. And so the past couple of days, well, yesterday in particular, was very nasty and very mean. And shouted at him a lot. And then went to bed with you and didn't speak to him. Yeah. And I thought, oh, God, I'll have to make up for it. So I bought him um, 18 red roses. Oh. I don't like roses. No. Um, certainly not red ones. So I bought that for him. Yeah. I bought him a giant cookie. You know, giant <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing at a giant cookie, but how big a yeah. cookie was it? Like... Size of a wagon wheel. I mean, an actual like a pizza. wheel. Of, was it a pizza size? Yeah, it's like a pizza. That's you know what that one. is? That's a guilt biscuit. Flipping <laughs> it. Flipping yeah, it. A, a pizza size cookie? I want to... I want yeah. I want her husband... I, I say this with respect. I want her husband to, to um, die. Whoa! And I want, I want to comfort her and then... Let her be mean to you. No, no, no. And then buy you a guilt biscuit. And then buy me a guilt biscuit. That's what yeah, I want. The, I feel like the stars are aligning. You know, you're divorced, my seven-year itch. Your husband's got a car. Mate, if, this, if we were watching this in a film, right, mm-hmm. first of yep. all, I'd put my arm around you, but secondly, yeah. we go, those two are definitely going to get it on. Those two are yeah. definitely... And Catherine? Mm-hmm. You're not... You're not you, um, you know... I'm just waiting for the biscuit to come out. That's the only thing I'm interested <laughs> that's in. All I, that's all I want, really, is a guilt biscuit. Thing. I've never heard of a guilt biscuit the size of a pizza. It's not a, but it's not a biscuit, though. Like, in Scotland, a biscuit's crunchy. This is, like, American chewy cookie. Oh. You know? Yeah, I do got, know. Um, That's I some do. heavy no, guilt. I wouldn't even say chocolate chips. I'd say, like, chocolate chunks. Oh. <laughs> Kath wants to, wants to yeah. fall in love with you now. She's hoping your husband dies. Then she's hoping that I die. I don't want him to die. I just wanted to pass the biscuit. How do I send you a picture, Kath? How do I do that? Tweet. Do I tweet it? Tweet one, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm such an old person now. I don't understand all this tweeting. But um, I'll try and do that. I'll tweet you a picture. Excellent. And I got him the perfect card. And he never gets cards for even birthdays because I'm against it because it's like a waste of rainforest and stuff. Yeah, of course. Resources, like she wants to do that, and it goes in the bin like right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a waste. It's a waste of money. Oh, it's a waste, and I could just text him whatever I need to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's the so, spirit. She's great. <laughs> so I got him a card, and uh, uh, what did it say? Oh, he's gone downstairs. It said, "Bless you, bless you, darling." Um, it said something about. Was it? I. What does it say, Andy? Andy, what does it say before you snuff it? Oh, he's on the delay. Oh well. Um, oh. Something about. Uh, you must really love him. Sweeten your. A check. A che- something about checking my 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 newsfeed or something. Uh-huh. Something to do with social media. Right, oh, but this is this has all come from because I asked, "What did you do for Valentine's Day?" Yeah, and it's, it sounds like the worst Valentine's Day ever. She she bought the shop. <laughs> oh, I just got a bunch of stuff. Yeah, and then I put it on the table, and then I went out and bought an Indian, and he came home to it all displayed, all looking lovely. Oh, so well. and then I came home with the Indian, and I spoken to Maldi, so it was a wee surprise for him. He said he teared up. Well, that he te- <laughs> he teared up or he cheered up. He teared up. Because <laughs> <laughs> you bought him dinner. It's food. Yeah. Food is yeah. what's going to get Andy You in wait till she actually speaks to him. He's going <laughs> to lose it. <laughs> well, Leanne, um, I, I hope you have a nice... I hope you, you know, I hope... Well, you know, you know what I hope happens. 
Yeah. I hope you guys have a great night. Cool. I hope you guys have um, cookie in bed. Not after the Indian. Looking at, <laughs> oh, no. Well, Dutch oven, yeah. isn't it? We're now going to bed with two-year-old and a four-year-old. Yeah, oh, that, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, no, and I remember. Enjoy. In, now, listen, right, enjoy the two and the four-year-old in bed, because... Um, yeah. Now I don't live with the boys. I don't get them in bed as often as I like. And also my eight-year-old is now of the age where I don't really want to get in bed with me. And is he the eldest or the youngest? Yeah, he's the eldest. So the six-year-old right. still does. Yeah. But yeah, the eldest doesn't want to... And, um, and that's great, and that's life, and that's natural, and that happens. And, and I still might get a couple of nights in bed with him. It's, you know, it's, I still might get a Aww. couple. But that's probably it, and that's fine. But there's, there is a, you know, it's, it's another little stage. It's a sadness. And, and you, yeah. you keep the two and the four-year-old in bed as long as you can, because it's, it's yeah. adorable. I kind of said that. I mean, I, I sort of thought that as well. She's she's having night terrors, and that's what's keep getting her up. Yeah. Um. So it's just that difficult stage. But it's like I did sort of think, oh, I like a wee cuddle. So yeah, it's all it's all good. But I just quickly want to tell you about because I'm not sending you hugs and all that stuff. And I thought you might like this book that I've started reading this year. Yes. And it's called. You might have heard of it. The Exorcist. It's called. What is it called? The Subtle Art of Not Giving, giving a... a Naughty Word. Oh, oh is it an F? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. Because I yep. tried to get them on, do you remember? There was one called F It. Oh, yeah. Is it the same people? F It. Oh, no, this is an American. All right. What I've done, because I'm not a great... Uh, I, I, can't, I don't have time or... or can't be bothered to read, sorry. Yeah, um, so I don't know book. Bloody words. <laughs> I, just, I just don't have the time. I'm not, I'm not really interested in words. So um, I think after I, I had my to... kids, I, I, yes, I spent about two years not reading. Just was too tired. The moment, the oh, yeah. moment where you can sit down with the book, you fall asleep. Oh, yeah. You're too right. Yeah. I mean, it, you really... It's just... It's a, it's a non-gore. But, um, so I got the audio book and I listened to it in the car and I listened yeah. to it cooking the dinner or whatever. So he's he's American. He, 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 he reads it himself. Yeah. And his name's Mark Manson, I think. OK. Well, I'll have a little look. Um, Although I'm I'm stopping buying things. Saying that, I've just ordered um, two more Bob Dylan albums. Right. But I've, I've stopped... I've, cause I got oh. rid of a load of books. I, I, I was ordering books. Oh, right. And I was getting free books. And I got loads. And I, I took another three... Carrier bags of books today mm-hmm. to the charity shop. So I'm, uh, but I will. Well, I, we'll I might get it from the library. Get you into that then. But Leanne, listen. Hey, listen. We're, now we're at the end of the. Read. We're at the end of the phone call. Okay. That was that was about fifteen minutes. Oh, sorry. No, no. I'm not saying it's a criticism. I was about to say how does how does that feel now that you've done it. <laughs> I'm, I'm now just going to weave you and have a panic attack about who's listening. Yeah, yeah no, ah, no. Trust me, no one's listening. I've seen the figures; it's awful. Um, but I'm, I'm really glad you gave us a call, and thank you for being a good sport. And I hope that, you know, you have so a much. nice, have a nice sleep with those kids. Thank you so much. Cheers, Leanne. Take bye, care. Bye, Andy. Enjoy your biscuit. <laughs> what a nice lady. I mean, that relationship is doomed, but um, we're both going to get well fed out of it, out of Andy's demise. Wow. 0344 499 1000. This is the late night alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. It's electric. It's eclectic. It's always rule free. It's the late night alternative with that man, Ian Lee, <laughs> on Talk Radio. So I bought Aftershave, got it sent today. It's one I've used before. Um, and I was, I was doing the science, because here's my problem with them. The scent don't stick to me. The scent don't stick to me. 
So I was going, so I thought, and I bought a nice one on the way out to Australia, a a, a different Isimiyaki, because normally it's clear, but this one sort of like, um, looks like paraffin. Um, Looks like paraffin. (laughs) No. Yeah, it does. Paraffin looks like paraffin. Yeah. Why? Why the extra? Why the posh fin? There's, there's no extra. That's how. That's paraffin. the word. Paraffin. No. Okay. So, um, but it smells nice. So I bought that, and, and um, uh, uh, but but it, the smell doesn't. It, this is my problem with aftershaves. Is they the smell doesn't the scent don't stick to me, right? So you put a splash it all over. The scent doesn't stick to me. The only one that stuck to me, and this is actually it's quite a nice. But a couple of years ago, my mum bought me Paco Rabanne, right? Really old fashioned thing, and I got it. I went. Oh, thanks, Mum. That's lovely. And it's... Not, is it XL? Is that what it's called? No, no. It's just like classic Paco Rabanne, right? But, okay. And it's it stayed there for years. Right? Well, no, no, it stayed there for about six months. And then I ran out of the aftershave I normally use. Um, and I put it on. And it smelled amazing. You've smelt me in Paco Rabanne. And it, sm- and it smelled like the 80s. <laughs> My first boyfriend used to wear Paco Rabanne. It smelled great. That's the only one where the scent has stuck to me. Issy Miyake, the scent don't stick to me. Um, what the other one? Anyway. So I did scientific research, um, and by that I mean I googled what smell sticks the best out of aftershave, cologne, and toilet water, and eau de, eau de parfum. And it turns out it's eau de parfum. I don't know what is funny about this. I'm telling you, I'm sharing my experience, and this has suddenly turned into a stand-up routine for, for some people. Turns out eau de parfum is the one that is the strongest for men. Yeah, no, for everyone. No, 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 no. Yeah. Women have one stronger. I'm sure they do. Women have one stronger. Now, don't go to Google. Let's, I'm not, I'm not touching you it. You looked arms to computer. The way you go is you're like, you're like that robot. It's the thing I don't get about these robot dogs, right? Why would you build... Hang right? on, you're comparing me to a dog. Yes. You're the robot dog that goes up to the door, and I'm the robot dog that opens the door, right? But, <laughs> you're the robot dog that slams it in my face. But why not just build a robot dog that can open the door? Why would you build a robot dog that is confused by... And everyone's tweeting and going, Oh, my, oh OMG, this, this really made me shit myself. OMG, this is effing terrifying. That's the next dog makes you... It's like, what? It's, and I watched it, going, what? Did, are they going to pull out a laser? And it's a robot dog, goes up to the door, sniffs it, steps back, and his mate, who's got a, a door handle turner head, <laughs> opens it. And I'm thinking, well, why... The first one is... Right, maybe the first one was, like, the prototype, but they should de- they should destroy that. The first one is Queen Dog, yeah. and the second one why is... Why would you like, do um, that? Valet Dog. Why would you make that? Valley Dog? Oh, hey man, um, so eau de parfum is the the thing. So so I but so I have bought eau de parfum Prada, which I've used before. George Galloway's commented on me wearing Prada before, and he's it's a, a fragrant man. Oh, he smells amazing. Um, and so I put it on, but it's the same one I had before, and I put it on to like before the show, about nine o'clock when I came, eight o'clock when I came in. But I don't smell. I don't smell of it now. Well, you you get used to it. That's the thing. Well, you, you don't get the used wear, to it. I the wearer gets used to no, it. No, no. I want to walk That's around. I want not mine anymore. I want... OK, well, you, you put these on at lunchtime. I've had mine on three hours. I want to walk around and be... I, I, I want to... If I were to turn around quickly, I want to see a little cloud dissipating in there. I can smell you. No, you can't. It's not the usual. No. Okay. So, um, I, if anyone... If there are any parfumiers out there who... Is there, like... 
can I mix it with something and um, make it make it make it stick on me more? Tell you, you need to talk to DLT. You could smell his cologne coming up the stairs. I'm not going to talk to David Lee Travis. I think that was Paco Rabanne. Oh, well, oh, well, he's got a job, hasn't he, on a radio station for old people that no-one gives a toss about. <laughs> United Presenters or something it's called. And he was fat, you know, and, but I, I know, I know, I know. Well, he made a mate of ours cry. Mm. I don't, I'm not going to share your experience, because that's, that's up to you if you wanted to. But um, I know he made Scoynes cry. He, he belittled him and humiliated him and made him cry. Yeah. So... I've got, you know, I've got no... If I say I've got no truck with someone, does that mean I don't like them or I do like them? You, that means you've got no problem with them. I've got truck with him. I've got beeves with him. I've got beeves with DLT. Um, and he made Scoynes cry on, uh, and, and by shouting at him and belittling him on, I think, one of his first days in radio. You don't do that. You don't do that. Um, gosh, that went all over the shop, didn't it? Mm. Um, oh, because you smell. Yeah. Let's go to Pablo. Good evening, Pablo. Hip-hop, hip. Hip-hop, hip. How do? Yeah, good, thank you, mate. What you got for us? I'm very good. Um, just in regards to the uh, abstinence point... Yes? Um, I would just say, um, remember the reason why you stopped rather than the experience of when you were doing it. Yes. Um, okay. I, I, I just find that... Because sometimes um, when you're, you're looking back on certain things, you, you kind of remember the experience and you don't necessarily remember the situation you're at when you, you realise that there's no, yes. no no point in carrying on with it. So yes. I, I think sometimes that's a okay. positive. Thanks, man. Um, other than that, um, I've just uh, jumped down on a gilt biscuit. Yeah. I want a gilt cookie. I'll get you one tomorrow. What for? I'll think of something. Okay, fine. Let's have that. Yeah. Well, I, and if you, you maybe uh, gild it with some sort of uh, silver leaf, that could give an extra. Well, when I ate, when I ate at the restaurant at the top of the Twin Towers, pre nine eleven, obviously, and I went and I got there and I didn't have shoes. I didn't realise how posh it was. I had trainers on. They said we, you're not coming in with trainers, so I had to go all the way back down. And there was a shoe store, in the, and I had to buy shoes. And I went all the way back up, and I had a jumper on. I said, you're not coming no in with a jumper. So they gave me a jacket. I was, I, I was the guy who was given a jacket that didn't fit. And I had a jumper that, like, it was like a hoodie. <gasps> I, just, I saw a hoodie, and I looked like a, uh, uh, you know, I looked ridiculous. And he said, like, a homeless. I like, it made everybody happy. Lost property, you look like. Um, yeah. So, um, so I did, so, um, so, so I was there. And, and on the menu... One of the desserts, it, I can't remember what it was. Like, it was like pavlova or something, but with gold in it. Uh, gold in it. Gold leaf. Gold, gold, edible gold. Imagine, imagine thinking, I've got so much money, I'm going to eat some of it, and then I'm going to shit it out. <laughs> I knew you were going there. Imagine, but you, that's, that's got to be the thought process. I've got so much money, instead of... Buying something, sort of saving it in a bag, sort of giving it to a chat. I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna eat it and pass it through my digestive tract and out of my anus. When, well, when does that become a good idea? Is if that like the KLF that... burning their quids? If you do that and then use uh, golden toilet paper, would you feel guilty afterwards? 
Well, um, um, no, because you could, wash, you could wash. No, you could wash that off. Fair enough, fair enough. Poor pun. Yeah. Um, oh, no, also, yes. um, aside from anything else, um, I, I heard the other week that you were listening to Puddle's Pity Party and enjoying one of his songs. I, was, I wasn't completely sold. Oh, well, I was going to say that the particular song that yeah. was uh, given to you was probably the worst. Oh no, I've seen, I've, I've seen, but I'm, I'm aware of him before. I've seen him before, and I, I, I like the look, um, but I, I just, I just don't quite get the act. Well, I, w- I would say specifically, yep. obviously, there's the chandelier one, which is quite good. But, um, but aside from that, his cover of all the small things by um, Blink One Eight Two. It turns what is essentially a, a piffy throwaway punk. I tell you what, we're going to do. I'm going to find it now, and I'm going to play it right. And I bet you it's going to be rubbish. And if it's rubbish, um, what's it called? It's um, all the small things, but puddles pity. Yeah, all right, I got it. Right. If it's rubbish, you got you, you got to take a time out for a month, okay? That's fine, right. but equally, if it's excellent, yeah. I accept an apology yeah, and yeah. Oh. some sort of. Oh, dude, dude, you definitely get an apology. But it definitely won't be excellent, okay? Okay, that's right. Fair, okay, that's let's. Fair. So let's. Um, here we go. Let's just get this uh, here. Um, three, two, one. Here we go. Here we. Oh, let's skip, press the old skip ad button. Here we go. Here we go. Small things, true care, truth brings. Time out, Pablo. Time out, buddy. That was awful. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. Set free your mind. Let your fancy take flight. Conversation gets curiouser by the glow of moonlight. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Right, Ian's just popped out, so I'm not Ian Lee. I'm Catherine Boyle, and we're going to talk to John. Hello, John. Is this Radio Caroline? It is, yeah. Isn't it funny? Actually, I don't know what's happened to the ship uh, The ship sounds. They seem to have gone by the wayside, but never mind. How are you doing, John? I'm not too bad. He's, he's gone somewhere, has he? He's just nipped out. I'll be back in a second. <coughs> hey, it's nice to hear your voice. Thank you. Um, I was just ringing about this uh, time traveller fellow. Oh, yeah, go on. You know, he says he's risked his life. Yes. Well, he's totally ruined our future, hasn't he? Go on. By coming back. What, by creating some sort of par- paradox? Yeah, well, he, he's just got to do as much as a fart and it's <laughs> going to wreck, wreck the rest of our life. So our future's gone, isn't it? Hey, here's another thing. You talk about farting, but if he spreads anything, any of, like, futuristic diseases, we're all done for. Aye, aye, that's another one, aye. They'll be strained to things that we're not prepared for. Well, I hope he's locked up somewhere, like. Wow. i tell you what, his face is all pixelated. I, I thought that was some sort of effect, but maybe that's just... Maybe that's a symptom. <laughs> no, I hadn't actually seen the, fit, uh, the picture of him, like, you know. To be honest, you're not missing very much. I don't believe in it. Is Ian. Oh, you going to say that? It's John. Oh, hello, John. Hello, Ian. You all right, mate? How you doing, fella? You all right? I'm not too bad, are you? Uh, uh, what's, what's going on, man? Well, I was talking to Kath about that uh, bloke from the future. Hey. It's a waste of time. Why? Um, you know, earlier one, you're on about the dump. Yeah. Um, I used to make a living... Operating one of them. Oh, players. mate! What back in the glory days when treasure <laughs> would get left there? Aye, there was some good stuff, like aye. I know my dad used to go and bring it back. Aye, we got a beautiful accordion that I got rid of a few years ago. 
this wonderful accordion in a cage. Oh, it's stunning. Absolutely stunning bit of kit that was. I love that. We used to go and get records there. Oh, wonderful place. Well, my daughter just bought us an accordion for my 60th. Oh. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to learn to play like, you know, I might, I might ring up and play one night. Oh, know. I would love that! Yeah. <laughs> They're a bugger to play, aren't they? Aye, oh, a little bit, aye. Aye. Um, actually, I went down um, where, where, where I lived near the, uh, the River Tyne. Yeah. Um, and there was an old tunnel there. And when we used to play down there when, I, when we were kids, I, I went down and it took us nearly down to the riverside itself. Um, and so far down, I found one of them, and I think it must have belonged to one of the, the homeless people from years ago, you know? Yeah, yeah. They used to, um, oh. like, like, play in the streets and stuff. Yeah. So, um... <sighs> what you, um, what are you doing tomorrow, John? You got, what's, what's happening, uh, what day is it tomorrow? Thursday? Thursday, Is it yeah. Thursday? What's happening in your world on Thursday, John? Um, at what time? It's just oh. any time, well, have you got a busy day? No, no, no. Um, no, I'm just, I'm just trying to think. I, I've, I've been a bit confused with what the days are, and it's partly because because everyone's away. And uh, but tomorrow, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get up late again. Well, hopefully, I'm gonna get up late. I'm on slightly different meds, and and I've not been taking them because I've, I've not. Anyway, I've, oh, I've, you've got to do that. Too, well, I've been taking them, but I've been taking the old dose because I've been somewhere where I didn't have the new dose. But I've got them, so I'm going to take the new dose, which means I'll probably be up be up early. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the dog for a long old walk tomorrow because I didn't do it today. I kind of just did a little quick one. Um, so I've got a long old walk, bit of reading, and um, I, that's it. That's 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 all I got planned for tomorrow. Bit of bit of PlayStation. Oh, why the hell not? Little bit of PlayStation. Uh, I, might, I might watch a bit of that if, you, if you've got it. Oh, yeah, all right. I'll stri- in that case, I'm going to stream a bit of PlayStation for you, John. That's what I'm going to do. Right. right. That, that will be... We will meet uh, online. We will okay, have a well, online I'll, um, I'll log into YouTube and see if I can... Um, nice one, dude. Talk to you there. All right, mate. Thanks a lot, John. Take care, man. OK, and bye. Bye-bye. Um, yeah, that's what I'll do if you want to watch me play video games. Um because that's going to be my new career. Going to be leaving the radio show soon to become a professional gamer and a professional streamer. I'm a YouTuber. Um, then YouTube.com slash rabbit hole. We're just, just bubbling under 4,000 um, subscribers. I really, really want to try and get it up to, to around about 65,000. So little bit of work to do, but I am ever optimistic. Good evening, Keith. Hello. Hello, Keith. Are you on speakerphone? No, no, I'm speakerphone, mate. My phone's against my face. Okay. It says on my uh, screen that you're, su- you're you're supposedly an Australian, but but yet you don't have an Australian accent. I'm going to bed tonight, mate. Okay, that would explain it. I hope so. Anyway, uh, just calling because, you know, I went on the YouTube and you went on and just a picture of a bloody radio there and yeah. a bit depressed at the minute. Wanted to see your face. Uh, okay. Well, but by phoning up, you're, by, pho- by phoning up, you're not going. To, you're not going to see my face, are you? I know. No. But it's a chintz to talk to you. It's a chintz. It's a chintz. A chintz. Chintz to talk me to. Too, you. Mate. This me is the, this is the worst. Even so, when people when you mm. get when Australians get bad throats, they lose their accents. Mm. That doesn't make any sense. Well. Keith. There's a lot of things that don't make any sense. That's, uh, he's, you know what? He's spot on there. Never a true word. Absolutely spot on. Anyway. Yeah. I just... I've recently lost my job. <coughs> okay. And I wanted a bit of advice. What were you, a bushman? 
Absolutely, mate. Yep, we got. <clears throat> well, Betton ran a little shop. Yes. So, not many other skills, really. Right. Catherine, you're, you're, you're raising your eyes. I missed something here. Yeah, I? Kiosk Keith. He's oh, to. right. Oh, I see. Okay. okay. That's well, where we're going. I just wanted to say, mate, yeah. I think you smell fantastic every time I've seen you. Okay. And you deserve them strawberries. Okay. And I shouldn't, you, you shouldn't have owned up to it, brother. Okay. Well, Take care, buddy. Thank, thanks. Right. Thanks very much indeed. The strawberries are going to be there forever, aren't they? Yeah. They're going to be there forever. But at least it's cancelled out the pig funny. But um, I knew they were going to be iconic. I didn't know they would be... I did. I, I, iconic is... No, I, I didn't know they were going to be iconic. I knew they were going to be... Um, uh, um, I knew they'd be big. I didn't know they'd be iconic, and they have become iconic. They are an icon in as much as they represent so much more than what they actually are. Um, but I knew it would be big. I knew it would be big. I didn't know it would be that big. Flip it. Oh, there was Nick 11 strawberries. Um, good evening, Luke. <clears throat> Luke? Hello? Is that Luke? My name is Sidiq. Hello, Ian? I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll, we'll go with it for a minute, Luke, <clears throat> and then we'll see where we get to. Okay, Sadiq. Um, do you, why do you don't like Muslim drivers? Why don't I like Muslim drivers? Remember you said you don't like Muslim driving, you told me last... last I don't remember, remember saying... I don't remember saying I don't like Muslim drivers. I don't remember saying that. You did, because I heard you last week. Oh, in that case, no, I don't... No, in that case, you're absolutely right. I do not like Muslim drivers. You're right, you're right. But why? Oh, for so many reasons. Too many, too many to go into, Luke. Can't you remember from last week, Luke? No, I remember. I just want to know why you... What's the reason behind it? Um, there are too many reasons to go into, so I'm not, I'm not going to. Why? Thanks very much for calling. <laughs> God. Evening, Jonathan. Hello. Hello, Jonathan. You, you, you can do better than that. Uh, what was that about? I've got no idea. I've got someone who was, was, was having a laugh and, and realised it was, it was going pretty flat. Anyway, what you got for us, Jonathan? Oh, what's your least favourite advert on telly? My least favourite advert? I don't really watch... Can you turn the radio off? Yeah, sure. Um, I don't really watch yeah. much TV, so I can't. I can't think of um, those Chinzano ones with Rigsby and Joan Collins are a bit irritating, aren't they? What? What does it say again? Would you, would you like a, would you like a Chinzano? Riggs, it's Rigsby and Joan Collins. It's Cinzano, Bianco. You must have seen it. I can't remember. OK. What's your least favourite advert on telly? I'm not interested. Well, every single make perfume advert, because they never have much to do with the perfume. So you would like them if they did have something to do with the perfume? Yeah. OK, fine. How do you show a smell, Jonathan? With colours, I, I don't know. <laughs> you know what smell that is, don't you, eh, Jonathan? Jonathan like that? Bottle that, we can sell it. Play, Jonathan, play it to my audience. Play, oh, he's a kid; he likes farts. My That's perfectly. Perfectly. All right. Um, you know, Bob Dylan did an advert. 
for um uh, for Victoria's Secrets. God. Yeah, I will play it during we'll play it during the uh, during our efforts. Uh, well, Jonathan, um, thanks for that. All right. Okay. Two two really really lackluster calls. What? Straight after uh, Simon, stay there. We'll come to you after the um, after the news. I don't. I keep starting to send people. Um, oh, you must put this on the on the YouTube, and then going, nah, nah, it's not, it's not worth it. Uh, it's just simply not um, worth it. Oh, three, four, we've got another hour of this. Simon's going to be first after midnight, and uh, then uh, it could be you. Um, we're here until one o'clock. Then Paul Ross takes over. Then at five o'clock, it's James Max. That's that's the way things go here now, guys. Spread the word. Talk radio is twenty four hours of the day. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the phone number. Um, it is cost you pennies at most, probably free. At the very least, you'll speak to James and he'll call you back. So. It don't cost you much at all. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm Ian Lee. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. The same sky, the same clouds, same dirt, the same ground. We all live. The same song, the same beat, the same car, the same street. We run down our dreams on, and we're lost, we're found, we're up and we're down. We're all just American crazy. We're left and we're right, we're black and we're white. We're all just American crazy. South, we all bleed the same blood. Paycheck to paycheck, sun up to sunset. We're lovers and leavers, and we're sinners and believers, and we're And the more I play it, the more I think, wow. The actor John Goodman. We're all just crazy. 
John Goodman, ladies and gentlemen. We are trying to get him on the show as a guest. Um, and the, the fingers crossed that will happen. That's some record. It's some record. Uh, tonight's show is coming um, live from uh, uh, an old-fashioned boat. Really is getting cold and wet out there. Well, it's wet because it's the sea, of course, and that's uh, how it happens. But it's getting the, the sea is getting wetter because yeah. it is being rained upon, and because I had a piddle in it. As I well. should have brought my big coat. Yeah, you should have done. Um, I've got a new coat. Um, I, I've had that coat, that long coat. It's always been a little bit too big for me, just on the shoulders. It's a little bit too too broad, and I got that. About five years ago, I got it from Marks and Spencers, and the reason I compromised on the shoulder width is because it was in the sale. So it was reduced from like 180 quid down to like 75 quid, and I thought well, I can live it. So I've never quite felt comfortable in it, right? But it was it looks it looks quite smart. In fact, the other day I was thinking of getting a new coat, and uh, um, Andy Goldstein said, "Oh, I like your coat," and I thought, yeah. "Oh my!" But so then I ordered a new coat, right? And it arrived, and the new coat fitted, and it works, and. There's nothing quite like the disdain with which you look at an old coat once a new coat arrives on the scene. You know, I could see it looks bobbly, it looks it looks ch- cheap and nasty and old and faded. And yet, two weeks ago, it was like, well, I might keep. I can probably get another year out of this. All of gone. a sudden, that thing that was cosy and warm yeah. and your go-to looks limp. Yep. And threadbare. And you think, gosh, what did it get like that? Can't quite throw it away. That'll no. be another six months. <laughs> but it will get chucked out at some point. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative with me, Ian Lee, her Catherine Boyle. Um we are weeknights from ten o'clock on Talk Radio on DAB, on app and online. Um you can also watch the radio tonight at www.periscope.tv. Paul Ross will be on at one o'clock. Um it's a phone in show where we don't really have any topics. We just sit here and talk. Things we've talked about are time travellers, uh, scents, um, those dog robots, um, um, really wanting to take drugs and not. And um, they've started... Um, so an advert for that film, I, Tonya. Yeah. Which is about the... I don't remember any of their names. Tonya Harding. Tonya Harding, um, a skater, working-class ice skater. Well, poor. Poor American ice skater entering um, the world of ice skating that is, 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 at that time certainly was dominated by um, people with money. Yeah. It cost money. And um, she was an amazing skater, was the first woman skater to do a backwards triple something, uh, which everyone thought was impossible. And she was did it an axle, triple axle? I don't know, I don't know. No, no. Um, uh, but um, through jealousy and bitterness and misunderstanding, she... Um, I can't quite remember, the, but, but basically, her main rival gets gets the crap kicked out of them, gets beaten. I think gets her legs broken yeah. um, by someone working for Tonya's husband, Nancy right? Kerrigan. Yeah, and it's 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 a really horrendous story, right? Really dark, nasty, sort of fascinating. And I've seen this I Tonya film, and I was really surprised. It's played for laughs. It's done. I mean, it's a good film. It would be a good film if it wasn't a true story. It's done as a broad comedy. And you know that Nancy Kerrigan is still alive. Yep. And her life was changed by that event yep. for the worse. All that's missing is Adam Sandler doing his, um, you know, the, the adult with a, the, a 12-year-old's 
mental capacity. So Nancy Kerrigan is a survivor of something awful that happened yeah, to her. Yeah. End, virtually end, did it end her career? Ended her career? Didn't no, it? I don't. I think she made it. No, I think she made a comeback right. from it. Yeah. But you know, could have. Oh. And um, she's being asked about it all these years later by people who think. Yeah. Uh, she she's might going, be ready to laugh about it. She's like, I have no intention of seeing this film. Why would I watch that? Um, and it's done as a comedy. And it's very, very funny, you know. But it... it, it, it but... But, it sh- but but I felt uncomfortable. I shouldn't have been laughing. I'd laughed at it because it was a funny film. It was done brilliantly and, and her mum looks like uh, Deirdre Barlow, right? But... I've got I've got real problems with it because because it's a, it's a true story. Okay, maybe if it was like, if it was a hundred years ago. Okay, fine. Um, but it was like in the nineties. <laughs> it was in the nineties. This woman was savagely attacked by um, a hired hitman, hired ruffian. You know, to, uh, it's very strange. It's up for all these awards, and the performances in it are incredible. Um, the CGI. Uh, I thought I didn't like, but um, it's done as it's done as a as a comedy film. You just need Seth Rogen, you know, waddling along in it. It's very, very peculiar, very peculiar. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Simon. Oh, hello there. How's it going? You good? Are you on speakerphone? I'm not on speakerphone. I would never be uh, so inconsiderate to do such. Are thing. you on Bluetooth? I'm not on Bluetooth. I'm on a I'm on a handheld. Uh, wow. Phone. Is it in, um, yeah. wow, this is it's incredible. one of the modern ones, you know, that uh, you know, has a double... I think there's, a, there's two or three of them in the household. OK. I'm on one of them. OK. Uh, is that enough information about the... It is. It just, it's, uh, the reason I'm being so persistent with this questioning is because it does sound awful, but... Oh, sorry. No, no, no. But, if, but listen, if, you are following, if you're following the rules, I can't get upset yeah. about that. I can't. I mean, I could take a picture of myself using the phone. Well, and... We're not that bothered. That, well, people, could, people would say it was doctored. It was... <laughs> It was. You'd have to. You'd have to take a picture of you holding um, the phone and also um, a, 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 um, a nuclear clock. What are they call nuclear atom clock. Atomic. Atomic. Atom clock. Atomic clock. <laughs> yeah, maybe get me. We're getting difficult, Simon. So you know, we'll leave it. Would a newspaper with today's date on be enough? Or... Um, yes, but I want you to have a gag in your mouth. <laughs> You guys must have a stomach, stomach of steel by being on a boat, and you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. It's um, we've been a little bit crazy, but you get used to it. You get yeah. used to it as long as you don't. I'm, I'm trying not to look out of the windows, or as we call them, portholes, um, <laughs> because uh, that seeing the horizon, uh, pitch and yaw. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it, where are you? Where are you setting sail to? Are you just like on the Thames, or you? Like, oh, you it's know, our, uh, no, no, no. Our location is classified information. It's on a need-to-know basis, Simon. And Coast guess Guard what? Knows. You don't need, don't, to don't need to know. Fair enough. Um, right, I've got a, a quick question to ask you regarding um, apps. Are you an app man? Do you do apps? Do you have <laughs> a phone, and do you like apps for the phone? Uh, right. Okay. Uh, I'm glad you broke that down into two things. Uh, do, do I have a phone? <laughs> yes. Do I have apps on my phone? Yes. Do I like them? Hmm. I don't really. I don't really have that many. The apps I use the most are Facebook, Twitter, yep. Yep. YouTube, um, Google Maps, and um, Pokemon Go. And the what Akinator. Pokemon Go. My boys do the Pokemon Go. Oh. Have oh, you played the Akinator? I don't know what that is. Oh, mate! Right, we're going to play the Akinator. Right, you can do it online. Do you, have you played the Akinator? Only by yeah. proxy. Right. right. Simon, I want you to think of a famous person, right? Yep. Don't tell me who it is. Okay. I'm going to... Um, uh, Does it have to be alive or, alive or dead? Or... Well, you, 
you, you, hang on a minute. Right, it's asking me the. It doesn't matter. Sorry, sorry, sorry. F- yeah. But famous, right? The Akinator is asking me for your age. How old are you? <clears throat> I'm thirty. Thirty. Okay. Right. Question one. Is your character a YouTuber? No. Okay. Is your character a male? No. Is your character older than eighteen? Question four. Is your character real? Yes. Okay. Question five. Has your character recorded any albums? <sighs> the, the, the options here, the options here, because there are more than yes, no, don't know, probably, probably not. Maybe. <clears throat> right. That wasn't what you're to say, maybe, and I've given him five. Options that cover everything. He said maybe. Whack probably. Possibly. Possibly. He said possibly. And I said no, possibly. I did it right. I'm going to say don't know. Okay, don't right. know. Okay. Is your character blonde? No. Okay. You sure? You're not sure there? Uh, no, she's not blonde. Okay. Was your character on... Question number seven. Was your character on a children's television show? I don't believe so. Okay, I'm going to say no. Does your character have any children? Again, don't know. Probably, probably not. Yes or no. Does your character live in America? No. Okay. Question ten. Has your character... (laughs) This is a weird question. Has your character played in the Godfather series? I don't think so, no. Okay, no. Did your character know Cleopatra? Uh, The the Egyptian. Um, I don't think he means the Mancunian band. (laughs) No. Has your character ever been in a relationship with a celebrity? Um, I think so. So we could put probably. probably. Is your character an actor? <clears throat> um, not known as an act- actress or actor. Yeah, right. Actor. So no. PC will no. No. Okay. Does your character belong to the royal family? Nope. Okay. Right. Does your character sing? Okay, here we go. Is your character more than 40 years old? Yes. There we go. Has your has your character ever played Sister Location? I've no idea what that is. We're going to put um don't know. Is your character a singer? Uh, well, we specified she sings, so yes. Yes. Has your character died? Yes. Is your character British? It normally goes a lot quicker with the boys because it's always they're always thinking of a po- Pokemon or Jamie Lomas. <laughs> Is your character associated with Bear Grylls? <laughs> no. Okay, it's getting there. Is your character part of BTS? What's BTS? Isn't that a Korean band? Exactly. What is what is BTS? Um, yeah, Korean boy band. Is your yeah. character part of a Korean boy band? No. No. That yeah, that's an interesting one, no. Is your character from Liverpool? <laughs> indeed, yes. Here we go. Was your character famous in the 60s? Indeed she, indeed she was, yes. Scylla Black. Yeah. Yay! Isn't that, isn't that Did funny? you answer you didn't know whether she'd made an album? <laughs> you well, I, wasn't sure, did she, I, I wasn't sure if she just made songs. I know she was famous for singing, but I wasn't sure if she like, <laughs> made albums. No wonder it like... took 22 questions, because you were... D- it's d- going, it can't mean Scylla. <laughs> Can I, can I get to what I was? Um, what I wanted to speak to you about? Yes, of course you can, Simon. Now you've been humiliated by the Akinator. No, no, no. But I'm very, very impressed by that. Actually. Yeah. 
Um, right, there's, there's new apps, OK? And I think you're very, very brainy. You, yeah. you, you strike me as someone that would be really good well, at... Well, as, as we discussed previously in previous shows, I'm a, I'm a... Was it a deep thinker or a big deep thinker? Think. Oh, yes, very, very deep thinker. Yeah. Right, now, there's a new phenomenon um, happening in a minute, and it's called the live quiz show on your phone. Oh. Right? So at nine o'clock, um, for example, it goes live. Yes. There's a prize of a thousand pounds. It's free to take part. Oh. And you can just go on the app. You've got twelve questions to answer. Yeah. And it kind of wins. I think there's about you know twenty, thirty thousand people. Why can't you? Go, why can't you just Google the answers? It takes five seconds. You've only got five seconds to answer. I'm very quick typist. Well, you could got shorthand. Or, or you could get Alexa. Pitman two thousand. I, I did try the Alexa one, but it doesn't. It, she doesn't even no. get my accent straight. No. Anyway, um, yeah, so you've got twelve questions. Yeah. So at the start, you might have like say thirty thousand people, and they've answered, and then it whittles it all the way yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About <clears throat> ten, ten, you know, five, ten people yeah. at the very end, and you and you could walk away with sixty, seventy quid or whatever. The, how much money is. have you won? <clears throat> Eighty-seven pence. Hey, hang on. How many did you get right? For the, 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 well, well, I only got. I only get to about the fifth question, and then I get kicked out. So and I you get, get you get eighty-seven pence for coming fifth. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. So it's, I don't understand. It's being um, at the minute. It's being uh, what, what's the word? Um, beta, so, beta the, tested. The money's being covered by like investors and all that sort of stuff. Where's the money? There's, no, there's no adverts. There's no. No. I don't understand how they can give the money away. I, don't I think. The, I away. think this is this is a front for drugs or. Sex think, but work. it's all. It's, I mean, the people presenting are fairly famous. You know, you know these women that used to get on twelve o'clock at night doing that. How oh, good for thing. them? Yeah, oh, I'm in. My favourite thing used to be, and here's the funny thing, Steve Morgan, who works here, right, he used to do a thing called, um, he used to do a TV channel called Avago. And I it was, remember that. Do you remember that? Yeah, I, used to, I do remember that. Uh, yes, and it was, I do, years ago. It was like bingo on the telly. Yeah. It was about, yes. well, it was 16 years ago. And it was, it was like bingo on the telly, and it was free. Mm. And um, I used to play it all uh, all the time, I'd just sit there getting stoned and play this, and I would get, I would text them and or, d- d- get them to read out rude things, and it was all the time. And Steve Morgan was one of the presenters on it, and I, I, I won a small fortune on that. I used to love Avago. It was brilliant. I do remember. I know you say that actually. I think it was. It was. It, I mean, I must have been about it, seven, seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. Him. Oh, it was great. Yeah, um, Simon, listen, I'm going to look into that. Thank you very much, mate. Thank you very much. Uh, that sounds um, uh, uh, the kind of thing I'm, I'd, I'd be into. Um, I'd certainly be up for working on it. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you want to phone up and challenge the Akinator, we'll do that. This is Talk Radio. Moonlit musings for mums, madams, and meat packers. Oh, never mind. I must have misheard. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Good evening, Ian. You're right. I'm all right, mate. What you got for us? I'm just talking about my addiction. Yeah. Um. Well, probably something. I like. I suffered like really bad depression ever since like me baby daughter died, and um, I started comforting. And then. Um, just got worse and worse, where I couldn't go out and stuff like that, and I managed, you know, yeah. stop it till I started losing all my weight. Sorry for sounding a bit stupid on the phone. No, no, you don't sound stupid at all. I'm listening. I'm, I'm being quiet and I'm listening. Um, yeah, you know, then I, you know, got out of it, started, you know, getting back out again and stopped binge eating. Mm. And then, um, 
and started all happening again. I mean, my depression started getting really terrible and where I started locking myself away. Yeah. And others car seemed to get out of it, so I'm, um, I'm struggling my end. And um, how long ago did your daughter die, if you don't mind me asking? Um, it should have been 16. Uh, uh, um, she was like five months old when she passed away. Oh, mate. I'm so sorry. And now, like, I'm... I'm locking myself away in me, like, I've got, like, four other children. Yeah. Like, two of them live with her uh, mum, like, and two of them live with me, like, yeah. the older ones. Yeah. No, now I started locking myself in my bedroom, because I can't walk upstairs, like, and, like, comfort eating and, you know, binge eating. I just can't seem to um, stop it. No, I, I bet, and, and, um... Uh, I'm really glad you've called in because there, there will be some people who don't see that food can be an addiction, and of course it is because it's you know it's it's. Um, I it's... felt stupid. I wouldn't mention it because you like you know you just like you know what I mean. No, I no I do, but I'm glad you did because I'm fully aware that 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 or, or, anything that um uh, that that kind of creates chemicals in your head can be an addiction. Shopping can be an addiction, you know, to the point where it it ruins lives. And sex can, and drugs and food can. I wish sex would. Well, no, well, you know, it ain't as good as it sounds. I know it, it sounds yeah. brilliant, but honestly, I I, 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 a mate of mine jumped in front of a train and killed himself because he had sex oh, addiction. I say mate, someone I knew, someone I'd met a few times, um, because it was it was destroying his life. Um, but um. What, what? Why do you think that you started doing it again? Um, well, I went to see the counsellor um, to try and get me out the house again. Yeah. And um, just started bringing up all the past again, you know, when yeah. my little girl died and yeah. my dad died not long after. Right. About a year after and, like, I did try, you know, self-arming, toughen myself and all that kind of crap. Yeah. And I used to, like, Take like you know, just like normal painkillers to knock myself out and tramadol. I still do that now, but you know, when but for now, like the kids aren't going to be here. Like, remember, the mum's like, I usually just like knock myself out. What in the daytime? Any time of the day, just uh, oh, mate, you've got to, you've got to knock that on the head. That's that's a dangerous, um, that's a dangerous I know, one. But trouble is, though, I'm not because I'm a big lad and like. Yeah. Like, my body's like getting used to it now, and like, so you're up in the dosage, more. Isn't it? yeah, of course, yeah. Well, that's gonna that will kill you, oh, no. Um, and you don't want your kids, you know, however shit you feel, you don't want your kids coming home one day and finding their dad dead, but you know, I was gonna say, particularly if you didn't mean to kill yourself, and that's quite a ham fisted way of phrasing it, but I think you know what I mean, you don't want them to do that. Um, oh, no. uh, have you where what are you getting the tramadol for? Um, because I've got pain, because um, I suffer really bad from my breathing and uh, yeah. my asthma and stuff, and, um, like, all the old side, you know, my side and my lungs and everything, they all, block like, hurt, so... Right, and well, your doctor's prescribing tramadol? Yeah. Sometimes, like, I just, like, I can store them up, like, for a couple of... Yeah, because you know, a couple of months' worth. Yeah, I know that trick. Then... Hmm... Um, well, you said you've seen a counsellor and it brought it all up again. Did you then yeah. stop going to the counsellor? Yeah. Right. I that... stopped giving out to side again. I just, I just couldn't track it. Yeah. Well, that, there you go, that. you see. That's, that's part of the problem. It's like, um, you've, you've left the door open and all the cold air's coming in and, and you, you've got the heating turned up as much as you want, but you ain't going to heat the house because you've got the front door open. You, you, you kind of, 
you kind of. Uh, what I, with what I've done with therapists is, if I've found stuff too painful, I've said, look, I'm finding this painful, and I'm going away in the week, and I'm acting out all kind of crazy stuff, whether it's drinking or shagging or whatever, um, uh, because we're not, you know, we're, we're dealing with painful stuff. A good therapist will um, kind of help you through the painful stuff and help you kind of... What am I trying to say? They won't let you... What I'm trying to say is, in a ham-fisted way, you leaving halfway through is is not the best idea you've ever had because there there will be no resolution for you, which you would get if you were seeing a good counsellor. Well, it just started because, you know... Depression, I got really bad anxiety about doing yeah. out. Yeah, it just kept on trying to push me like doing to this like center, like um, where where they can give me like more counseling, like better counseling. But the counselor I've seen is just like normal GP one, yeah, like you know, my local doctor. So I'm trying to push you to a place where you get better counseling, yeah. Why did you not want that? <sighs> Scared of going out, I panic. So you're scared of leaving the house. Now, would this go yeah. into this place? Would it have been residential or would it have been weekly or what? Um, just like, you know, weekly. Right. Nope. I really suffer, like, even, like, helping my door. Yeah, yeah, I know, I bet. I bet you do. So all I do is, like, in my me, in me room, like, mm. sort the kids out. Then, like, I'm off it on the PS4 or the Xbox or, yeah. you know. Did you not ask your counsellor or your GP... If there was an option of doing it on the telephone or doing it on Skype, because I know yeah, that some that. some places will do it on Skype. I've been pretty useless around here, like that, around like you know, around the West Midlands, Warsaw area. Yeah, I got like much funding, like that. Oh, mate, they, they're used. To, there's, you know, people's hearts are in the right place, but there ain't no money anywhere, yeah. which is the thing. Um. Well, you know you're going. You know you're going. You know you're. You know you're killing yourself. You know that by eating and by taking too much tramadol, you're killing yourself. And it might be tonight. It might be in five years' time. It might be in twenty years' time. But you're killing yourself. Yeah, you know that. I did get down to like um, I lost all my weight. Well, all my weight. I was about thirty-eight stone. That's from the scale started. You know, stopped talking to me. Yeah. And I lost, and I got down to eighteen stone. Wow, that's that's um, that's. A, um, that was in about a year. That was I done that in a year. Yeah. Then I started getting back out again, and then like since. So what are you? I've, why are you? Why do you not like going out? Is it because you're overweight? Is it what is it? Yeah, I'm I'm about what twenty four stone now. I've got no confidence and because you because of your size and shape. Yeah. Yeah, and I've just got no confidence. All I feel is just like I'm, <coughs> I shouldn't, I shouldn't be around. You know what I mean? I don't. There's no place. I tell me it stinks. Well, here's the thing. I'm trying to think of encouraging things to say to you, <laughs> but but my head is my head has been in a it, it has been yeah. in that place for periods of today. You know, and I'm thinking. Yeah. But but what would what would what would be the thing that someone would need to say to me, and I can't think what that thing would be, Ian. I'm afraid. So I found um, you know, see, you know, what have you got any tips? Say, you know, uh, you like struggle through the day, and like you get to see the next day. You know what I mean? Today, I tell you, I did it today because today was a tough one, man. Yeah. 
because uh, I don't know if you heard at the start of the show, but I was really yeah, obsessing you. about, you know, stuff. And today I just got up and it's like, right, I am not going to stop moving today. I am going to work. Uh, you know, by what I mean, I've got a list of chores yeah. I've got to do. I've got to fit you this. You've got to kick up the arse like. Well, exactly. I thought if I got all these jobs, I've got to put the new telly in. I've got to get rid of the old telly. I've got to go to the dump. Oh, there's stuff in the, the garage that needs to go to the dump. I'm going to sort through these books. I can take those to the charity shop. I've got to go to Boots to pick up a prescription. I'll come back. I'll take the dog for a walk. I'll come back and I'll... I'll um, then I, t- then I, I, I found myself sat down. Yeah. And I thought, no, I'm sat down. This ain't no good. Ah, I've got some stuff in the boot of my car that I've been meaning to put on eBay. I'll count, I'll go through that and I'll put those on eBay. Um, and, and then it was time to come to work. I, I gave myself 20 minutes on the PlayStation and then I came to work. Um, and, and I can't do that every day. Yeah. But that's what got me through today. Good on you, then. Okay, go. I've I've not got the no well I've not got the um, words of wisdom or the solution that perhaps I I wouldn't have the solution but I've not got the words of wisdom that I would perhaps have had in the past to pass on to you. All I can do this is why this is why I shared this stuff at the start of the show. All I can do is share my experience, and my experience today was. I wanted to um, uh, take a lot of poison that would ultimately um, kill me. That's what I wanted to do. But yeah. uh, in my head, it's like, hey, man, that'd be a great time. Spend hundreds <laughs> of pounds. And, you know, and, be, and I, know I'd be, yeah. I know I'd be miserable because the last few times I've been, I've been miserable, I've been miserable. Um, but yet my head was telling me that that would be a good idea. Um, so my experiences today, I felt like that, and I had that in, running through my head, and I didn't, I didn't buy drugs. I didn't buy drugs, and I didn't go to the offie. And um, okay. I've had a, actually a really productive day, and the show tonight has been quite a good show as well, I think. Um, yeah, I've enjoyed it. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, and I don't care what's going to happen tomorrow because, you know, you've got to keep it in the day. I, I, I know I'll go home tonight, and I will put my head on the pillow, and I'll have another day clean. That's great. Um, uh, but even talking to you, I'm in the back of my head. I'm thinking, yeah, but drugs, man. <laughs> Isn't that funny? I'm thinking, yeah, but drugs. Um, and <laughs> I'm sure. Time, but the day after that, well, and I'm sure in in the back of your head, or maybe at the front of your head, you're thinking, mm, yeah, but food, and or mm, yeah, but tramadol. You know, whatever it is. Um, what are you thinking? You don't want to do that one. <laughs> what, are you, what are you thinking? I'm thinking. Um, how can I say this? I've been sodded. Let's just get out of here. <laughs> but um, I've got four kids. So uh, you mean I'm, you mean you mean sod it? I'm gonna let's yeah, just die. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that all the time, but I don't do nothing because I love my kids. Right. Well, then uh, uh, this is That's my yeah. This the kids are my are my base, my kind of thing. And you can't get clean for your kids, and you can't whatever. But the the the, the thing that my lowest. And I'm not suicidal at the moment. But when I've been suicidal, the thing that has has um, uh, uh, has kept me going is, yeah, I can't give, I can't leave that legacy for my kids, right? I can't do that because that will that will mess them up, you know, if I top myself. Yeah. Um. So so, so try and cling on to that. Um. You've. Uh. I'm really worried about your tramadol more than your food or anything. Um. Um. What are you going to do about that? The line and the 
that's when I just get really, when I really had, like, I'm sick of, you okay. know, when you're, like, fighting for the day, yeah. like, you just need to get out of rest. Mate, right, it may not be a habit, but here's what I know about Tramadol, because I've had it. Uh, it is, um, uh, it's really, really nice. It's a really nice feeling. Um, and it's too nice a feeling. I, I took Tramadol about seven or eight years ago because I had a little little procedure. And um, I took, I remember I took a Tramadol and I thought, I didn't need to take that. I took that because I wanted a kick. So I gave them to my wife and said, can you get rid of these for me? Um, tramadol is addictive. Tramadol is really, really dangerous. Tramadol doesn't, you know, you, as you said, you, you take it for a bit and then it stops working. So you got to, you kind of double it all up. Um, yeah. And 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 that whole thing of um, secretly amassing drugs and lying to your doctor and getting repeat prescriptions when you don't need them—that is um, the, the the secrecy and the deviousness of that is uh, uh, it shows how sick you are because you're lying to the doctor about it. And you're lying to your kids about it, I bet. But imagine, like, imagine I if don't know. well, exactly. There you go. But imagine if someone told you they were lying to a doctor to get really strong painkillers. What? How does that sound to you? Putting it as bluntly as that. It's wrong, but I, I don't. Sometimes I do need pain, not for like not myself there, but. Because I'm in natural pain. I know, and I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it to have a go at you. I'm saying it yeah, that if no, someone no, said to you, blunt, you know what I mean? if you heard someone say that they were lying to their doctor to get one of the strongest yeah. painkillers going, you, you'd think that's a bit. That's a bit, Jeff, isn't it? But um, um, I, I don't don't die, man. That's all I've got. That's no, all no. I've got tonight. Is I don't I don't want you to die. That's it. No, no, I'm gonna do that. But 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 I don't want you to kill yourself. But also I don't want you to die from something that would be avoidable, like a heart attack because you got too much weight, or you took one too many tramadol, and um, because you're a big lad, you know the sleep apnea and and um, your your throat and your nose kind of blocking in your sleep is is a thing that happens to people who've got a bit of weight on them. And if you've taken um, tramadol and your breathing stops because of your size, you might not wake up. Do you know what I mean? If my breathing stops and, and I've not taken something like that, the odds are I'll probably wake up. I'll jerk up. You probably won't if you've taken a load of, taken a tramadol. Yeah. Look after yourself, brother, is what I'm trying to say. Look after yourself. I'll try. <laughs> I've got a really All right, mate. Well, give us a call again, yeah? Yeah, cheers, in. Thanks Take for the care, Ta-ta. Bye. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's, um, everyone's, you know, carrying their own baggage, man. Everyone is. Poor bloke. Um, yeah, look after yourself, brother. Yes, Andre. Hi. <clears throat> Hello. I've decided the self nicely for you, and I'd like to continue it. You know, we've got Chris Difford from Squeeze is coming in next week. Yeah, I know his hat. would be good. Yeah, you gonna yeah. you gonna phone up and sing "Call for Cats" to him? I'll sing anything for him. It's been good. Is I've seen him. Have you? Yeah, I'll see him at Bognor, I think, or somewhere not long ago. <laughs> good. Okay. And uh, amongst others, but that gentleman was just on from the Midlands, yeah? Yeah. Oh, isn't there a, like, a sort of alternative, or shouldn't it be referred to someone else? 
to lots of try and deal with it. Even if you go out in the garden or just a short walk. I mean, his yeah. weight is not overly too much, is it? Um... I'm slightly speechless because you know, that's that's uh, 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 that was that's brilliant advice. <laughs> yeah, well, well yeah. If you if you're in the garden or, or got his clothes because it's, I know people of more than that, maybe twenty five or twenty eight yeah. stone. He could still get clothes and still have a short walk. And um, think, right, I'll just go to the shops and get a newspaper and come back and take yeah. it from there. Yeah? But things you're absolutely. Do you know what? That is a brilliant suggestion. I, the, 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 I would couch that by saying that things like that that may seem easy to us, that psychologically to him, may seem problematic. But you're, yeah, you're you're right. It's even a short walk, it's even to even yeah. to the end of the the garden path and back. Oh, no, that's what I mean. Or just now the summer's well, now, well it should be starting to be warmer. Now the summer. What are you talking about? It's the middle no, of it. No. It's the coldest it's ever been. No, no, in about a month's time or six weeks' time, when it gets a bit warmer, he might... Yeah. In that, he could be putting a few things in place and then start going out in the garden or a little walk out the road and that and gradually build it up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you know know what? You make a very, very good point. You make a very good point. All right, and I can't sing because I ain't got my lappy on at the moment. All right, mate. Well, that's a relief for everybody. Thanks for calling on, mate. Cheers for that, mate. All right, cheers. Bye. There you go, there you go. 03444991000, this is Talk Radio. Stimulating nightly emissions guaranteed to open your eyes and your mind. Oh, my word. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 03444991000, Paul Ross on the one. Should we try Paul Ross on the Akinator? Yeah, let's let's do see it. if he gets it. Right. So, uh, someone's saying you've got to pay for the answer. No, you don't. You don't have to at all. The app, you can get the app of this, and there's loads of pop-ups and ads and stuff, but it works. You don't have to pay. But I'm just on the website. Is your character real? Yes. Yes. A technical problem has occurred. Please try again. Oh, OK, <laughs> right, OK. That's, uh, <laughs> that's right, retry. I think we've crashed the Akinator. Does your character have human skin? I've never looked. Yes, very. It's okay. beautiful. Is your character real? Yes. Yes. Is your character a girl? No. No. Is your character a YouTuber? No. no. Is your character famous? Yes. yes. Is your character an actor? No. No. Is your character a sportsman? No. Is your character linked to music in general? No. Mm. No. Well, he's not. You know, when you think of Paul Ross, you don't think music. Well, okay. No. no. Is your character American? No. Is your character dead? Again, I've not really... I saw him earlier. It's okay. fine. Okay, yep. Is your character Australian? No. Is your character British? Yes. Is your character on a popular TV show? Well, he's not at the moment, is he? He has been. Mm. Um, let's put probably. OK. OK. Is your character a comedian? Certainly not. <laughs> Does your character like to tell stories? Yes. yes. Is your char- character currently more than 50 years old? It's like, it's like wiki. He's got to be more than 50. Well. He's got to be pushing 60, Paul Ross. I would Ross. like to say. Let me see. Let's wiki him. He's got, I'm going to say 54. 56. Oh, he's a bit younger than mine. He's 61. Paul Ross is 61? Yeah. Shut up. No. Okay. Um, he's looking good. Does your character... Does your character... Someone's hacked this. Does your character silver? <laughs> I don't know. Does your character ask a lot of questions? Yes. Yes. Does your character have white skin? Yes. Does your character wear orange? Oh, yeah. He wears all sorts. He does wear all sorts, doesn't he? I put... But I'll put no, because he's not famous wearing orange. Is your character into politics? I'm going to put no. Does your character usually seen in the kitchen? No. Is your character associated with nature? No. Does your character work for ITV? Yes, he does. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Is your character in funny TV shows? 
Yeah, he has been. No. I saw him in Most Haunted. That was hilarious. Philip Schofield. <laughs> At one o'clock, Philip Schofield's coming in. The Schof. Philip Schofield is coming in. It works brilliantly with the kids. Ay, 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 ay. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. What's it like out the porthole now? It's... Have a listen. There's a storm coming. Oh, no, There's a storm it. coming. We're going to need a bigger boat. Um, all right, Roy Scheider. the stories are boring, if I'm honest. They're all really boring. What's this one about? There we go. All right. Women's Institute prudes are screaming, no, 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 after vibrators were advertised for the first time in the group's magazine. Why, why is the women... What does the Women's Institute do now? They um, do charity work. Right. But what is the point of them? What is their why? Well, it's a bit like... OK, here's the thing. It, it's a fellowship thing for women, isn't it, more yeah. than anything else? Yeah. So, you know, back from the days where women used to spend a lot of time at home being homemakers, yeah, isolated. Yeah. So, well, but, they get, so they what, get is their why, what is their why now? I know what, it, what their why was in the 1950s. Yeah, well, Be- beetle drives, but... Social and social action. OK. They were turned off by the half-page promo featuring a picture of the sex toy. You don't need to put a picture of it. We all know what it looks like. It's like a small penis. A caption read... My oh, f- is this a small one? No, I've seen them in this one. A caption read... <laughs> my friend laughed when I told her I bought her a vibrator, but now we're both smiling. Oh. OK. Veterans members branded the plug in Women's Institute Life for the 13... 13- a plug? For the thirty-nine oh. ninety-nine pico Zizo. <laughs> That's the Pico Bongzizo, distasteful. One said, I turned the page and there was a pink vibrator staring back at me. Permission to Google it? Yeah, of course. Pico Bongzizo? Yeah. The WI, which is trying to shug off its German Jerusalem image, defended the ad, saying it already oh. appeared in other mags with similar readership. It looks like um, an Alessi uh, salt mill. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't know. It doesn't look like a knob. Oh, I know. I could that. And a WI lecturer said the overall feeling was why shouldn't sex toys be advertised next to stair lifts and big knickers? So, um. So there's that. Oh, blimey. There we go. Every little yelps. Store blimey. Store romp pair court. A pair of randy. Tesco employees... Randy, a word that is only ever used in the red tops. ...are filmed hard at work. (laughs) The frisky duo in an office were spotted through a window by two youths who captured the male member of staff performing a sex act on his colleague. And by sex act, it means sex. Stop straining to have a look. Well, I just want to check what the act was. It is understood to... is sex. That's all it is, sex. It is understood... Is she sitting on the counter? To No, it's in an office. Oh. To have happened at a store in East Anglia on Saturday evening. 
The video spread after it was shared on WhatsApp. A source said, I couldn't believe it. I, this is this sentence. A source said, I couldn't believe it, but the young lady looked like she was having a whale of a time. Tesco spokeswoman said, we are investigating this with the store. Oh, man. Let him, let him have a... Let him have a little bit. As long as he got the paperwork filed, who cares? Yeah. She's not sitting on it, is she? No. no, no. Um, OK, so there's, there's, there's that. I've done that. It really is very, very little in the papers uh, today. Let's see what people, people are saying on uh, Twitter, shall we? Um... um Just sit, two, sit back, relax. Let's listen to the two. We'll do right. Paul Ross is on at one. We're going to sit back and relax and enjoy the calming sounds of the sea and this wonderful ship that we're on, old old ship, the Mary Rose that we're on. Um, and you can call us. We've got we've got nine minutes till Paul takes over. So we're going to sit back. We're going to enjoy the sounds of the sea. When the calls come through, if any calls come through, I'll take them straight to air. And if they don't, well then we we can enjoy this. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand. Here we go. Hello, caller. Hello. Hello, caller. Always someone more worse off than you, Ian. Always. Sorry? Always is. 
Hello, caller. Hey there, Ian. How you doing? I'm good, thanks, man. How you doing? Yeah, not too bad. I was wondering, when are you getting back on Overwatch, man? I haven't seen you on there for a while. I was on there. I was playing it today, but I wasn't streaming it. I played it for about 40 minutes. My first competitive match. Oh, yeah. How'd you do? Um, we lost. I was with a ter- the, t- the team was terrible. Oh, um, really? Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm, I see how we feel. I might have a little session when I get back home tonight. We'll see. All right, man. Well, I'm on your friend's list. I played with you before. You probably don't remember, but... Who were you? We did, uh, uh, words are hard, 999. Oh, I remember you. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had, great, we had a great time. Well, I might go back on there tonight, but I'm definitely going to go on there tomorrow. All right. Well, uh, thanks for picking up the call. And I want to give a shout-out to the Brexit boys as well. OK, thank you very much indeed. We've got, we love it. That's the only shout-out I will allow is to the Brexit boys. 0344 499 1000. Call straight to air. Two minutes. Two minutes of this.